<laughs> and they're off. Ah, oh, and running. Oh! In the face. <laughs> Holy oh. shit, John. What the hell? A premature. Uh, oh. I promise it never happened. The mighty have fallen. <laughs> oh my god. Spear and you're cut off. It's hardly ever happened. Fuck. <laughs> so terrible. What the fuck? Oh, oh man. This year's gonna suck. 2020. Oh, Already. Right. 2020. <laughs> Off to a rough start. Yep. God. Ah. God. So guys, uh, I'm so happy everybody's here. We've got some new stuff we're going to talk about. Some some kick-ass fun little bikes in the shop. We're in. 2020 is going to be the year of stupidity. Um, stupidity. Yep. Stupility. I'm calling it, man. Uh, no regrets. Stupidity. Stupidity. We are is. It is going to be just downright stupid. Plus, we get all those you know the, the events that we always like, but now we have weapons to make them more fun. To my left, Oscar. And Dan. And Johnny Mac. And Steve Hoffert. And Kevin. On the microphone from the 40s. <laughs> shame. On the microphone. Mic of shame. <laughs> and and uh, Steve Sleepy. And your humble narrator, Phil Waters. Uh, so Oscar's back from Mexico. Yep. How'd that go? They man? let me in. They it's all let good. you in, right? Exactly. <laughs> and he's on his way and he's like, you guys should have a fucking wall. Yeah. You totally yeah. Wall. This is totally not. This is it. No, it's yeah. not going to work. I will, I, you guys, if you want. I, I'm, I'll let you know. I, I know some people that I know, might I know be, some people. <laughs> might be able to bring we might up. be able to get you a wall. A lot yeah. faster and a lot cheaper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> you know, if you don't have Amish, I think you I do have Mexicans. Yep, yep. <laughs> exactly. Where box did you go? What was that? Where box did you go? Oh, TJ, Tijuana. Okay. Yeah, but just collateral damage. Yeah. But so family, family Christmas, right? Pretty much. Oh, yep. fantastic. Yep. Excellent. Fun. Yep. Beats the shit out of freezing your tail off up here. Well, it wasn't as warm as usual, though. I mean, really fair. It wasn't snowing or anything yeah. like that, but it was mornings were like low 40s and yeah. noon, maybe 60. So it wasn't the typical 70s for California, but my dumbass went to Quebec City. It was like 12 degrees. I'm a fucking <laughs> oh, moron. yeah, there you go. Yeah, I went yeah. to visit my sister, though, after that. So the second part of my Christmas break, I went down to St. Petersburg and <laughs> awesome. saw my sister's new house. That was much better. Oh, yeah. Best thing ever is just avoid Dick. If you can avoid Dick, <laughs> my sister has made a, a real, like, her life is all about avoiding cock. And consequently, she's got a beautiful house. She's got a great job. She's got an amazing wife. Like, they don't listen to this. I don't know why I'm saying such nice things about it. But, <laughs> but, like, I rigged up some lighting in their backyard, made it look all super cool. And then they had, it like, one of these, like, when we said, if you were to say, if Oscar were to say, I'm going to have a New Year's Eve party at my house, mm-hmm. he would have to, like, plan He'd have to buy things. He'd have to prepare. He'd have to put out an invitation and, you know, hope that maybe, what, 30% of the people that you invite show up. Usually. Right? Usually. Lesbians don't have that problem. Lesbians have, like, a signal that they launch in the sky. Like, like that signal. When lesbians say, you know, we're not going to do anything this year for New Year's Eve. We're just going to hang out in the backyard. We're just going to do a little fire pit in the backyard. (laughs) Sorry. Just do that. And you know what? You know, we'll just tell people if they want to show up, they can bring a little, you know, bring a little food or something. That's fine. Just run what you brung. When a lesbian says that, a dozen people, just on the words, just those words, that's a dozen people. If they mo- if they mention it on their social media, three hundred people. Damn. It's amazing how active they are. Apparently, I run with the wrong group. Well, so this is my <laughs> point. Expand your friends. Right, and everybody that showed up was fantastic. At one point. This is, a, this is a weird thing, and this only happens in my sister's environment. At one point, we had three Phil's in the room. We had a Phil, a Phil, and a Felipe. Now, that's, the, that's 
International Phil. That's yeah, the International <laughs> House of Phil's. Yeah. No, you'll never see that many Phil's in a house since like 1959. But the interesting thing too is you'd think in Florida, the vast majority of the people there would speak Spanish. German. What? The German speakers had the Spanish speakers outnumbered. How's that for some fucking shit? Nine. Yeah. Oh, it was awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're coming up from Nicaragua. <laughs> oh, you know, all the, all the people that... You know what? It's not the Nazis. It's the grandkids of the Nazis. You know? They, you know, they reproduced. So that was cool. And no harm. What'd you do for Christmas, Dan? Uh, went to South Carolina. I saw that. You did some traveling, man. And you did some alcohol traveling. Like, you were beverage traveling. Well, just normal traveling. Just <laughs> the regular people call it <laughs> My buddy who lives down there, he's, he's like, I'll take you into Greenville. There's like three breweries there. I'm like, yeah. I was looking at maps, dude. There's like eight breweries there. Well, he's like, no, just three. So we. He didn't look hard enough. Yeah. yeah. You know how to find a brewery. Yeah. It's fantastic. Find man. You. That's exactly yeah. it. Yeah. No, what'd you do a, for your Christmas break, John? Um, you know, family had my mom and brother came up, which was oh, you really did? nice and stuff like that. Oh, that's fantastic. It was good to see them. Yeah, that's super cool. What'd you do, Steve? Worked. Fuck yeah, you worked. I God did. damn it, dude. I worked every single day. You're working way too hard. They got to tell people to stop flushing so many times. I did drink a lot, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, wait, well. that's every night. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Again? So just a normal. Not I'd a like to remind people yeah. about Stro. I w- everywhere I went, I'm in Quebec and I'm telling people about Stro. I'm in Florida, I'm telling people about Stro, and people are looking it up. You know, and mm. it's funny when you talk to a bartender who knows what they're talking about and they have no idea. Bartenders get pissed when you tell them about liquor they don't know about. And then they're like, then they got to find it. If they care. But the reviews are stellar. But it is, it is, I turned a few people onto it and then they were able to find it and get it. And they're just like, that shit's magical. What's like the 10 word review of it? I, I must Butterscotch be. at 160 proof. Or maybe 180. I don't, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, 160. Yeah, 80. percent Interesting. You should try some. It's pretty good. You drink Slubovitz. So this would be delightful it's for you. It's kind of like a flash side for like cargo pockets. The joke was who the fuck? Yeah. What man? What truly manly man can cargo pocket hoist? A traveler. A, tra- a, a one liter. Hold on. Tra- also oh, says the oh, man oh, standing oh, up, oh. fitting the bottle in his pants. Gotta make it go, man. Gotta make it go. Oh fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. I'm ready for a bad party. A really, really bad party. Carry suspenders and you're set. Because now we know, now we know what's going on. That means I could have two liters. That's uh, 14 lifetime supplies. And that would be great for a New Year's party. Yeah, it's, this stuff is delightful. Um, I would pull it, I'd rip it right off the bottle right now because it will kill anything it touches. Absolutely. There's no doubt nothing will survive that. Herpetitis, anything you got, it's going to die right there. Wow. That's it. That's it. That cures AIDS. A or B, both. <laughs> both. Yeah. Wow. That's. I just have the type A, the type A yeah, AIDS. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's but review. yeah, it's a good review. That'll kill everything. That'll kill everything. It doesn't kill the AIDS. It kills the guy carrying the AIDS. Which in effect, which effect kills the AIDs. Yeah. Yeah. Which side, mi- side effect. Mission accomplished. Hey. I think that's fair. So what'd you do for Christmas, Kevin? <laughs> Sorry. I, was like, Fuck. I forgot this was a I forgot this was a funny podcast. Uh, Christmas. Uh, family. A lot of family. Yeah. And hanging out. When Kevin says a lot of family, you have to understand that their family car is a Yoder toter. Oh, yeah. Well, that sadly went on to a new life. But oh, did it really? Yeah, there's a long story about that. I shed oh, a couple of tears, but... Um, no, it was, it was an excellent event. There was yeah. a lot of family. New Year's Eve was a blast. I'm Stay sure it had to be hundreds. Drank, yeah. uh, shrimp cocktail. Yeah. 
Good times, huh? That's fantastic. I, you, I look forward to that every year. You don't have to drive. There's a bunch of booze and shrimp. I went to his wedding, awesome. and his wedding was just like, we walked in the door of this wedding, and there's Schliebowitz, not just Anne Schliebowitz. There was hundreds, hundreds, and that was just like, oh, you're here. Here you go. Yeah, and this is like men, women, and children. This isn't just like... Oh, no. Adult men. It was this game on. Everyone. Yeah. No, it was a game Welcome. on wedding. Let's celebrate. It was one of those weddings where you're just like, we're only going to be here for like maybe 45 minutes or an hour. You know, we'll just do our thing, give a gift, pay our respects. You know, it's like a funeral. And then what you realized was, <laughs> you realized right. that, no, this wedding is just insane. Your family knows how to have fun. We do. And, yeah. and for those listening, it was not a funeral. I'm still happily married. No, it still was alive. very much a wedding. Yeah. <laughs> Jackie, if you hear this. Yeah, if Jackie's listening to the podcast. We I'm love you, happy. Jackie. Things are good. <laughs> Things are great. And now you spent your uh, holiday break getting bionicized. Well, not quite. So I had, I had, <laughs> I had up until the 30th to spend with family and friends. Okay. And so I knew I wasn't going to be able to drink for a long time yeah. afterwards. So I made sure to really take advantage of those few days before my surgery. But for once in my life, a plan worked out. So I, I, I said, if I start drinking at seven on Christmas AM, yeah. um, I can maintain yeah. a nice right. solid buzz throughout the day. Roll risk with holiday. rolling, you know, people yeah. will come, people will go yep. and I'll just be cool. And I pulled it off. I sat on the couch, and I just sat there drinking and watching and stuff. And apparently other people in my family, not my wife or me or anybody that I'm completely concerned yeah. with, had a complete breakdown. And at one point, I kind of looked up, and there was a person on the ground on their knees going, please. And then their daughter was like, I hate you, Mom. And they were screaming. And I'm just like, I'm not in trouble. You I were John of the Hutt, dude. You were literally, you were, you were just... I'm just gonna sit here and watch all this. Got some popcorn going. Yeah. Just kind of just watching the action. Oh no, I, I didn't. It was, yeah. it was it was it was so crazy. So at one point, I looked over to the kids. I'm like, we should probably go upstairs. So then I took them upstairs yeah. and we watched Elf, and everybody else dealt with adult stuff, and I just kept and drinking just beer, fucking watching ignored Elf. it all. And it was the best Christmas ever. You're and then, luck, man. Yeah, that's yeah. how the holiday should be celebrated. Act like a child. Yeah. Have yeah. good luck. <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, then I went and got my leg cut off, and then it, and they put it back on successfully. And so that was good. He d- he showed us his scar earlier. Yep. To clarify. Yeah. It's a zipper. I mean, he's got a he's got a giant fucking scar. I mean, not no joke. Well over ten inches. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, it is uh, at least ten inches. Totally, totally a ten inch scar. Me- measuring from the top or from the measuring bottom? from the- <laughs> regulations going to measure from the bottom. Uh, there will it. be a zipper on it at some point. Yeah, I think yeah, that's a perfect that's a tattoo. Good tattoo yeah, a big YKK zipper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's a brilliant. Yeah, tattoo you can't idea. go with a cheap zipper. No, 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 no. no for not for what you paid. Right. Oh wow. Super happy. You should come for free for that matter. That should tattoo you as outpatient. That should be part of your follow up. You'd be like, yeah, okay, you know, we understand it's a modern world now. What do you want? Yeah. What do you want tattooed on you? Um, our beverages tonight were provided by Tim Gamble from hey, Buffalo. And uh, he's got the herd of bisons there. And he also brought us some of the uh, the non alcoholic libations. That would be the Loganberry. And Rosie's Loganberry. I was yeah. wondering about that. It's uh, it's actually quite tasty. It's not alcohol, and so we do have we have every liquor in the back in the world. If you want to tune it up, it is a buffalo. Yeah, buffalo. Yeah, it's a buffalo thing. Well, then I'm gonna have to try one. You will have to try one. So these are all buffaloes here. That's a herd of buffalo. You got an IPA. We've got the rusty the rusty chain Vienna style. Oscar, I'll just try an IPA from all of us here. You want to try the IPA? It's a lot of fun. IPA. Is there a non-IPA in there that I can Yeah, find? and you know what? This Kolsch, uh, this, this, the, the rusty chain, the Kolsch 716, totally on target. 
Vienna sausage style beer. Vienna sausage style beer. It's just a shorter. Well, look at beer. see. I know how to open a beer can. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. They said it couldn't be done. Yeah. Um, so what's Ooh, surrounding good. us right now? The the elephant in the room, if, if you will. Uh, um, a little bit ironic. It is, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Well spoken. Uh, yeah. So what we have around us is what we were talking about two or three podcasts ago with these SSRs. And SSR is uh, the distributor for uh, some bikes that are being brought in that are Asian. They're Asian. Fuck it. They're Chinese. I mean, these are Chinese bikes, man. And they're also the distributor for Benelli. So Benelli, you know, shotguns uh, going back to 1911, I believe, if you read their uh, propaganda. But, uh, yeah, who knows what they were making in 1911. It wasn't motorcycles. Probably... Shotguns or sewing machines or something. I have a Benelli shotgun. Yeah, I, I do too. And actually, I really do enjoy my Benelli shotgun. It's been a good gun. Yeah. Um, so what we did is we ordered in the full spray. Um, we ordered in uh, 13 bikes. So we ordered in uh, the Whitman sampler of weird <laughs> motorcycles, if you will. It's the holidays, you know. I call the cherry corn. Right. That one I'm cherry calling corn. this one China White. That is China White. <laughs> so um, we ordered a fleet of the little tiny bikes. So the little tiny bikes are what you'd compare to like a PW50 or, you know, whatever the whatever your particular brand is. A bunch of stocking stuffers. Baca, yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> the bikes that you had the most fun on in your entire life. Absolutely, yeah. yeah the little kids' bikes, the little tiny, tiny bikes. And uh, the funny thing with them is they do go all the way down to 50 cc's. But when I was talking to the... Uh, the dealer manager, the dealer rep, and I was like, hey, man, I'm really interested in getting into some of this stuff, and I'd like to go with get some of the 50 cc's because I really think that the, you know, the dads are going to come in and buy them for the kids, and who doesn't love a $499 brand-new motorcycle? Well, it turns out that that $499 brand-new motorcycle apparently has a recoil starter, and so uh, I was advised, we learned about 2001 or 2002 when the Chinese invasion started, anything that has a recoil starter, just throw it away now because that's the part that will break because you got to remember, in their home market, nobody has ever pulled a recoil starter the way anybody sitting at this table has been trained since the time they were three years old to start a Briggs or a Tecumseh. We start a pull on a recoil starter under the ground. Like, and we follow through to Pluto. Yeah. Right. And an American recoil starter should have no less than 14 feet of rope on it. And these and Chinese recoil... And they break. And they and still they fucking still break. break. That's it. And these Chinese bikes, they came in with like 21 inches of rope on it. And it wasn't rope. It was string. Let's call it what it is. And we went through all that shit. We Less had some... chainsaw. Oh, yeah, man. And we had so... We had those uh, stand-up scooters the monsters that were like 33 cc's and would go fucking 50 miles an hour. But they had a recoil starter on them. And I would tell people all the time, I'm like, just fucking bump start it. I mean, literally, it's a deck. It's a skateboard deck with a handle. Just bump start it. If you reach down, by the time you reach down and grab that recoil starter and give that thing any kind of a pull, the back tire and the motor and everything else is coming off the fucking ground because we know how to pull in this country. And it was like... I think I had 15 or 20 of those recoil starters and standby. They're all using the basic same 33cc chainsaw motor with just different expansion chambers and different carbs on it to get you the different power package. But I 
we could change those recall starters in about three minutes, four minutes. Wow. The problem is you when you're out there with your kids and you're trying to have a good time and you break the recoil starter. Yeah. Eh. And these are automatics too. So it's not like you can bump start them. So they said Ixnay on the 499 SX50. 499s are out. 499s are out. So instead we went with the, uh, the slightly more powerful SR70 uh, and the SR70 automatic. So there's an automatic. That's an actual CVT with a chain drive. And then there's the C model, which we all know. I mean, what do we call? What's the correct nomenclature for that venerable lay-down Honda Passport Honda Cub motor, right? I mean, like, the Honda Cub motor. Piranha? No. I mean, like, if, you know, everybody says GY6. And when they say GY6, they mean a certain thing. But very rarely do they really, you know, they're really talking about what they mean. Before the uh, podcast we were talking, someone said a horizontal. I just horizontal call it a single. I just call it a horizontal single. You know, so my friend calls universal. them egg beater Hondas. Egg beater Hondas. Because the cylinder head kind of looks like the egg beater in the round thing. Like you. Okay. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Okay. I, I I definitely get that. Yeah. That's that's an interesting thing because you know they've been making it since 1958. But I always just called it a yeah. horizontal Honda. It's a horizontal Honda motor, right? I mean, and that's just what it is. They. Uh, they <laughs> what is it called? Uh, that motor there. <laughs> that's just it. I really didn't think it was. I really thought that there'd be some really good technical name for that. That somebody could come up and be like, you know, it's it's the you know RB21 motor or whatever. Um, of the Toyota world, but no, that's uh, that's just Gallo twenty eight. That's just what it is. Push rod engine, you know, and uh, they put them in every goddamn thing. So here they are, and you know, at the cheerful price. I mean, that's what's not to love about that. So you got those two models, right? Those so I got I got a bunch of those. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I got I ordered a bunch of those. The interesting thing is the uh, the one with the uh, the four speed rotary shifter, the semi automatic. That one's got a rear disc brake. And a really good-looking swing arm on it. And a four-shift for a 70cc. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I have a feeling that might be fun. So we might be having yep. some fun with the yeah. SR70C. Um, so that was cool. And then I got into the bigger ones because who doesn't love a nice 110? I mean, a nice a 110 is just a, no, a, a very noble number when you get to these lay-down motors, these horizontal motors. And so I just ordered the whole fleet. Uh, I, I just ordered the, uh, I ordered all of them. I ordered the semi-automatic. I ordered the fully manual. So the four-speed manual with the clutch. Uh, the I H, didn't. The H model. The H model. Exactly. Right. I mean, that was the one you wanted, man. You got to have the H model. You got your trail 70. Really? Is it an H model? Oh, really? Oh, fuck you then. Yeah. Cause it's gotta be the H model. I don't even want to talk to you. Well, three speed auto. Fuck three speed, you. Oh, fuck you need you. the four speed manual. Yeah, I need the four speed manual, dude. So yeah, that's the H model. And these things still, they kicked the door down at $919. Fucking dude, man. That's, serious, man. That, that's not going to be the worst mistake you've made in your life. No, probably not. And before I no. dove into this, I have, if you've been listening to this podcast, and we are listening to some of the old episodes and putting them up there, you're going to hear me talk some mad shit about eight years ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, some really mad shit about China. And... I've had to go through some crap, man. I've really had to go through some crap. I, I feel like somebody that's just like, like well, the man. Same thing happened with Japan, though. Look at the cars originally that yeah. came from Japan, yeah. yeah. And then suddenly they be they became better and better. Right. And the Honda Six Hundred. Every time they brought, every time they sold a Honda Six Hundred, and then they started selling those Civics, the CVCCs. Mm -hmm. Everyone said it's Jap crap, right? 
we all knew the word jab crap. Oh, look at that. You got a fucking, what is that, a Seiko Rice watch? Burn. That's jab crap. crap. You got a Seiko. <laughs> what kind of piece of shit you wearing on your wrist? It's a fake Japanese yeah. Rolex. What the fuck? You know? And now I got a roll. I got a 1969 Seiko watch, and I fucking Seiko love that thing. Yeah, my gorgeous watch. Seiko Kinetics. Yeah, I've had. A, oh, yeah. Peggy bought it for me a long time yeah. ago, yeah. and that thing still works. Yeah, fine. and it still keeps perfect time. And I still it's have my you know, dad's, and automatic. Like Forty years. Exactly. Years old. And so Jap crap yep. went away. So, um, and so here we are. And as much as there's political things that we don't want to talk about, or we do want to talk about, there's there's all kinds of weird shit with the Chinese stuff. And uh, right now, guys, we're surrounded by it, with the exception that, that Italian Modiguzzi over there sticking its nose in the game. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, let's pause for a moment, yeah. though, and talk about the SSR brand compared to some of the other yeah. Chinese brands that you can buy. Right. I would say SSR is more of an up Chinese brand. Absolutely. I mean, it's, yeah. I'm looking at the quality of these bikes, and I've seen what sits behind somebody's garage yep. that you could go buy for, oh, it, has, it never worked right. You know, some of the stuff that customers brought into us to put back to, to put together that absolutely pieces were missing you couldn't get it out of the crate without it snapping breaking it was pre you couldn't prep it before it got here right yeah know? it was broken in the middle of prepping it and all the all the bikes that phil brought in if you go onto the forums and stuff these are bikes that people have had for a couple right. of years and have long-term reports on them and like you know except for the stuff of like make sure you tighten your bolts and things like that they've held up to a lot yeah. of abuse and what sleepy when sleepy was looking at his grim project he was coming, he was on these forums and he was coming across all this data and I was taking what he was saying and then I was also talking to my friends that own dealerships who've had the line for a long time. You know, a long time in the world of China, by the way, is about 18 months um, because shit moves fast. I mean, shit does move fast. And so people that I know that have sold hundreds of them were telling me, no, nah, man, you got to get these things. They're, they're robust. They're solid. You won't be working on them all the time. They're just a good bike and you'll be happy with them. So... It took me hearing that many, many times from people I respect. Doesn't one of these bikes uh, in the lineup hold the world pit bike champion? I believe it is, yeah. And I think that if we get if we if we get into the line, they have the pro models, and you know I'm sure that changes all the time. But I believe it's the um, the SR 170TX and the SR 140TR that are both extraordinarily well respected in their uh, in their fields, and we're talking about. I mean, these are bikes that have fucking power. I mean, this this little lay down Honda motor uh, is is putting out over sixteen horsepower. That's a hell of a lot when you think about you're you're rocking a bike that weighs one hundred and forty pounds. I mean, I think at one point, just with uh, you know, uh, with like a CT ninety, mm -hmm. you're looking at it'll put out like ten horsepower. Mm -hmm. Well, if you look at that's like one, that's like one or two uh, cubic inches. Exactly. If you had a three hundred and fifty <laughs> cubic inch V eight, oh, it'd be insane. That put out ten horsepower. It was. It would be like a seven hundred horsepower motor yeah, you off know? the charts. Yeah, Absolutely. that could rev to ten grand. Yeah, and it was. So we've had. I had some fun with the catalog. I was talking to dealers that I know, and I was talking to people that are in the scene, and asking them which bikes they really like. They told me which ones to buy, which ones they were happy with, and so we we kind of mixed it up. We got a couple of autos, and then we got a couple of the, uh, you know, of course, well, you got to have the semi-automatic, and you got to have the four-speed, right? So we grabbed a couple of those, and had fun with that. And then we bought a couple of the pro level bikes, a couple of the higher end, uh, the 140, the SR 140 TR. And then we got the SR, uh, 170, uh, TRX, the TX. So yeah, there, yeah. Sleepy's, <laughs> Sleepy's already like, he went over and sat on it and 
We didn't touch the suspension. I the suspension. Push, he pushed one in the back room already. He already did. Yeah. yeah he's yeah, like. Yeah. He's like. No. 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 Sold, motherfucker. That's it. We had to uh, reattach his hip after he got off. So <laughs> I was. Jo- I was joking with him. I'm like, come on, jump on here. And he's like, oh no, I already did. Like, really? Okay. It took me a cane and a couple things. It is their. On. Yeah. It is literally their most expensive bike in their pit bike realm, and it is funny when you like when you start reading reviews of people that. Who raised these? I mean, I'm laughing myself because I'm like, who raised these? I'm like, you shouldn't be racing this. This is barstool <laughs> racing, and it's very highest. You know, people are very serious about this stuff, and there are whole divisions. We were John mentioned that right now tonight, yeah. tonight down at Summit uh, indoor. indoor motocross track, and you know, I have been avoiding dirt since the last time it pushed bones out of my leg yeah. so what's your what you're saying on this dirt hurts dirt hurts yeah dirt hurts and dirt does hurt it hurts me every time i get dirty it gets hurty but the and guys racing tonight yeah they're doing doubles and triples on these things. i know like it's i've like seen the videos yeah it's insane and these things are like you know chromoly steel frame aluminum swing arms all that fancy stuff the folding levers um it doesn't have the push rod it's a roller rocker top end I mean, they're really, they're not screwing around with this I'm thing. I'm pretty sure most of these guys are teenagers, though. They're not, I think you're right. They're, you, they're, or at least they're young, young yeah. skinny dudes. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? They're, they're not me. That's Until you get to mid-Ohio and the pit bike races start, in which case, yeah. You should, you, maybe uh, you should come to my plant and race around the plant on wheelchairs like we do. Can't okay. take the smell. Yeah. Yeah. I've got to hover around. <laughs> I've got to hover around. I can. It's, it seems like such a blast. I mean... We're, when you talk, just the idea of having that many horsepower in something that only weighs 140 pounds. Wow. Yeah, but as soon as we get on it, <laughs> wow. all yeah. our on. power to weight ratio goes Done. right to shit. Hey, by the way, that's an important thing. Uh, Renee took the time to make up this sheet um, of all the data because when you're starting to unbox these things, you realize that because all KTMs are orange, or because like all Hondas are red. And you can order these bikes in KTM, Honda, <laughs> Yamaha, Suzuki. You can order them in any color you want. And so it became very confusing as we were like, what, what the fuck bike is that, man? I can't figure it out. So let's have the game. And nobody look. If, if you can't, you know, don't look at the sheet if you can avoid it. So the SR70C over there, that's the 70cc. That's the little kid's bike, right? Now, any other world, that would be a 50cc. Um, it's the white one. And uh, that's $819. That's the one that doesn't have the automatic transmission. That's the semi-automatic transmission. It's the one we would all want to have if we were eight years old. Okay. What do you think its weight capacity is? How much human can ride that bike? 200 pounds. 1,000 pounds. (laughs) (laughs) Price is right over here. Hold on. According to the manufacturer. I would say 135 pounds. Unlimited. 150? (laughs) <laughs> limited <laughs> it's 80 pounds oh. and i did check and it is the same on the pw50 <laughs> so it's okay. not like this it's not fair. like it's these fair. are it's not like these are like oh wow that's where you that's where you lose it 80? because these are chinese no it's 80 pounds it's an 80 pound weight limit. <laughs> the ruckus so like, held one the, of my legs <laughs> <laughs> the first ride will be an 80 pound rider the, the second first. ride will be the guys the kids 250 i got the biggest kick out of that because i was like wow. the dad will then take it around okay so the one that you know we're all gonna ride is the 110 the oh. no the 110 yeah, the 110 <laughs> we're gonna be <laughs> we're gonna be, <laughs> we're gonna be riding these 110s like it's the yeah. 
the town bike. I mean, that is gonna be, that's gonna be the bike that we ride. That's the four speed, right? Yeah, it is really. That's the four speed. Yeah, okay. yeah, and that's gonna set us back a whopping nine hundred nineteen dollars. Damn, I know. <laughs> See, I'm so excited about this. I'm I'm underwhelmed, and yeah. I hate to be the, the downer here, but yeah. I never understood the whole dirt stuff. Well, Mid Ohio. Yeah, yeah. Or like if you go camping, we're you not suggesting that you race. We're suggesting that you yeah. trails are the best. Band camp, a couple of lollipops and get on a bike. Shoot and scoot, shoot and yeah. scoot. Right. Yeah. yeah, basically, I mean, there's a reason there's no headlight and taillight on these things because that would be a DUI waiting to happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is one of those all things right, where it's right. like, yeah, yeah. You, you should pretty much have to. Be, you have to be off road to have fun with these. Yeah, and you well, have to be off your ass too. Just any yeah, of the exactly. small bikes. I mean, honestly, like we had this discussion a couple weeks ago. I would get if I could only have one bike. I think mm-hmm. I would just get a mini, like a mini bike. <laughs> it's so much better than big bikes. <laughs> you're more confident. You're not worried about murdering yourself. And if true. you do 50, you're like you feel like you're going a thousand. Mm-hmm. Like it's yep. it's just man, it's great. Yeah. The right. S, so the uh, the nine hundred nineteen dollar. The $919 bike that we're all going to be buying. When you, you have a small little bike like that, you yeah. don't need a whole lot of backyard. I mean, No, I, you really don't. I no. literally no. have gone around around my backyard. Yeah. You know, Amazing <laughs> things happen in the parking lot I heard today. I chased, really, I chased John around Bruce's front yard for about 35 minutes in a circle. <laughs> it was fucking great. <laughs> it turns a small backyard into a figure eight. That's how that's how small bikes are. That's how they work. And they're not too heavy. And I mean, if you drop it, it's just not weight good. capacity. Yeah. Oh, you on the one ten? I can't wait to get one of those out in the snow. That's a oh, that'll yeah. be a, pull a sled with it. No oh, problem. <laughs> weight capacity. Anybody want to go there? All right. Uh, so I got eighty on the seventy. One twenty-five. I'm gonna say one thirty-five again. <sighs> it's one thirty. It's one hundred and thirty nice. pounds for all of six point two horsepowers. So, yeah, so 130. And like we say, the usual rule for engineering is you double it. Oh, yeah, no, it'll be fine. Right, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It'll be fine. It'll be totally fine. Yeah. yeah, totally fine. I don't have any problem with that. No problem with that at all. Okay, so then, uh, then we get into the, the, more, the more exotic shit. Those race bikes, those, uh, those competition bikes, those are all rated for 200 pounds. Really? Yeah, so those are all 200 nice. pounds. So... By the way, that's... So I'd make it with the doubling theory. Yeah, yeah. You totally make it with the doubling theory. <laughs> and that is more weight than a Yamaha. That's more the higher weight rating than a Yamaha Vino 150. Vino 125 oh, yeah. or Vino 150. It's a higher weight rating than a lot of the Honda 150cc scooters. It's a higher weight rating than the Buddies. Those are yep. 140s, right? 140s. Yeah, 140cc yeah. and 170cc's respectively. So these are, these are underrated, obviously. From the Buddies rated these. to 180 pounds. Because I've been on Buddies. Dude, and we've not, done we've done six pounds. people on a buddy. Yeah, yeah, we've had six people on a buddy, and the buddy was just like more. Yeah, yeah. Right. For two. <laughs> he's like, okay, I guess maybe now we shouldn't be on the freeway. If you fold the legs around, you can get another two bodies. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. There's nothing better than having a bunch of your friends and be like, I wonder how many people you can put on that buddy. It is a fun. That's a that's fun, a fun exercise. Yeah, that's a fun thing. I mean, but the difference is that the buddy is automatic and these are. Yes, buddies just twist and go automatic yeah, and, and these are semi automatic transmissions. So, yeah, exactly. I want to see so, okay, so now we're going to get to the fun stuff. So, we're going to get to the street bikes. So, the street yes, bikes, we've got the Rascal, right? The Rascal at $19.99. We, white. Yep, China White, exactly. We got the TNT 135. Um, it's the middle one. Yep. You know, that, and that's $26.99, 700 bucks more. And then, uh, just for comparison's sake, we've got a the TNT three hundred two S, which is forty two ninety nine. Okay, so hmm. we're going to start with the Rascal because the Rascal is just that thing that all the motorcycle reviews and stuff that motorcycle dot com that tested it against the Grom and all the other funny stuff. <laughs> it is a lay down horizontal motor. It's a two valve motor. It's all of the things that you know 
that you'd expect, right? I mean, it's carbureted. It's carbureted. That's <laughs> that's exactly right. It is carbureted. Um, it's a very it's a very sane bike. There's really nothing about it that I think is like, wow, that, that's just crazy. I don't know what they were thinking when they put that together. Except for the gas tank. The gas tank <laughs> looks like they just stole it off of a new Honda Rebel. Like they walked up to a new Honda Rebel and went, and we'll be Doinks. taking that. And the thing is, they didn't even scale it down because today when I took it to prep it, and I kept putting gas in it and kept putting gas in it and fucking kept putting gas in it. And not like no joke. They say that that gas tank holds 3.17 gallons. That is bigger than a Sportster peanut tank. Meanwhile, it's a 125 CC bike and it does hold every bit of that. When I got to the gas tank gas station, I was shocked how much gas it could carry. Now, why anybody would want to be in that riding position for 260 miles is beyond my fucking gourd. I have no idea. These, that bike will get around 70 miles per gallon. And uh, <laughs> that's too much gas. There's somebody out there, though, that will commute that little thing. And- Weird joke all the time. What do we always say? Any motorcycle in the world, people are like, oh, I don't know where to with the gas tank so small. What the fuck, man? I cannot understand when people say that. I'm like, it, it aggravates me to this. Yeah. Just, like, get, get over it. Get right. over it. There's gas stations on every corner. Get over it. And if it. you have to get off your bike every 120 goddamn miles, yeah. okay. You should. I'm not <laughs> buying this bike because this one has 0.2 liters less. Yeah. Ga- Stop. Yeah, it's that and Stop. seat heights. Don't you know what? Go ride the bike for six <laughs> months and then tell me whether or not you need the seat to be 0.2 inches lower or you need the gas tank to be one liter bigger. I mean, fuck. They probably haven't ridden more than 100 miles exactly. at all in a small right. bike, because yeah. that's fucking... Yeah, and some of the best motorcycles I've had had a 120-mile range on them. Right. You don't need more than 120. You need to get no. out of the stretch, yeah. get you know, right. a couple yeah. beers exactly. in you and keep going. So, I mean, that's... I mean, what are you, re-tank and Christmas? Then, yeah, Oduls. <laughs> <Yeah>. Tiny bladder. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Meanwhile... Seriously, Steve is sitting here. He rode tonight in shorts on a PC-800 in a deluge. Now, granted, it's almost 48 degrees, but... Almost warm. Yeah, it was warm. <laughs> exactly. It was warm, but it was extraordinarily wet. I mean, the... Well, you shamed me into it because my wife's showing me pictures of you riding around the parking lot. I'm wearing all of the shit. I'm wearing every piece of wet weather gear you have. Phil's In fact, actually dressed for like a small road trip. I am, and because <laughs> I spent impressed. I spent about three hours all told on the bike today testing the different bikes, and I just knew that you know when you offered that we could come take a test ride yeah. if we wore the proper gear, I'm thinking. I don't really feel like I want to wear flip-flops and shorts and a T-shirt tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just meant it's raining. So yeah. like, if, you, if you wanted to bundle up and wear your rain shit, um, it shouldn't be. Is you it know, raining? It's January 10th, for fuck's sake. And it's going to rain. It rained all day today. It's going to rain all day tomorrow. It's going to be tomorrow, though. Yeah, they said tomorrow's going to be 64. And I was so tempted to call the podcast and be like, you guys want to come out Saturday night instead of Friday night? And we'll go ride around. But it is going to be Noah's Ark it's tomorrow, rain. too. So. They called off Ski Club. <laughs> water ski club? Two weeks in a row. <laughs> they, no shit. You know what? There's water nothing. Ski club. It's water ski. Yeah, it's that's exactly it. Yeah, really? Yeah. There's nothing on that hill. There's just nothing. That's just too many days of warm weather. There's nothing. It's just grass. They, the ski slopes are taking in the ass. This if they year. were open tomorrow, you wouldn't want to go. It'd be like no. It'd be snow miserable. Cone or something. Yeah. Like it'd just be awful. Yeah. On the bright side, they removed the. These glaciers will be gone by 2020. From. Uh, one of the parks out west. Oh, really? Yeah, they had oh, Jesus they had the Christ. signs like uh, these. The highest ice content was in 1850, 
And by 2020, it's going to be gone. It's going to be gone. Now they remove those signs. Yeah, of course. Really, it's not gone. No, no, it's really. I mean, that's that's terrible. Uh, Terrible. We didn't melt them quicker. My God, this is Give America. it a week. Come it's on. A, in two weeks, it's going to drop to negative 15. Oh, exactly. And then it's going to be like, yeah. this is going to, that extremes of temperature thing that, that, you know, our folks in Australia are dealing with right now. And I mean, heart goes out to those guys because, you know, it's one thing to be on the beach in Australia at Christmas. It's another thing to be on the beach in Australia at Christmas because your house burned down. And you're at the beach because the beach can't catch on fire. Right. You know, everything else has lit up. But so. on the bright side, you could eat barbecued camel. Barbecue koala and everything Anything else. Anything you want. Yeah, it's, it's done. They said over a billion animals have been roached, scorched, and toasted. They were talking about animals coming up to people and crawling up, like yeah. begging them for help. Well, like, of course, absolutely. So yeah. I don't, I won't. I know we should probably. That's a, it's a squirrel, but yeah, okay. I haven't read up on the whole mechanism by which these these massive fires. Is it just an extraordinary dry season? Or it's they, a lot of that. So it's that, just a calamity of circumstances. Temperature's been rising. I know that they had a year or two ago. They had a man-made. They were set by people. Like once the fire started, evidently people decided, well, we might as well start our own fire. Well, Australians have been backburning. Backfire. Australians have been backburning for a thousand years. I mean, Aboriginals backburned because they understood the way it worked. Right. The problem is, you get a bunch of white people moving there and go, "Oh, don't light that fire." Smokey Bear will fucking bite your head off. As California found out by not being, yeah. you got to do some maintenance burns, and you got to let the people who know what they're well, doing do it. So. And, and it was the perfect storm. It's all the stuff that you guys are talking about now. But apparently, yeah. um, like, there's a current that comes and comes from like a, I, I can't think if it's west, east, or whatever. But it blows the rainy season into Australia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was too warm this year, and that current never developed. Oh, it didn't develop. So they never got a they rainy rain. season. So uh, it's like fifty drier. times drier. And they are collectively as a culture just shitting on their prime minister because i guess he was on holiday in hawaii for christmas while these guys were all just dealing with everything in the planet burning and he lied like straight up like this girl that just had her house burned down he went to shake her hand i saw that want to do it he grabbed it yeah and then during the press conference he's like oh no she came right up to me he grabbed a couple of hands uninvited (laughs) unsolicited handshakes but the point being apparently the whole country's just given up on this guy and just collectively. <laughs> it was a motorcycle. Yeah, exactly. Hilly. Yeah. Well, I, the only thing, but back to the yeah. Australian fire. <laughs> how about Shut the, up, Kevin. How about the Instagram stars made uh, raised now seven hundred thousand dollars selling nudes for ten bucks? That was the deal. You give, you donate ten. Heroes bucks. don't always wear capes, right? You donate ten dollars to fight, and it's the uh, naked philanthropists. And if you donate 10 bucks to help the firefighting effort in Australia, she'll send you nudes. My wife pointed that out to me. I'm like, how about a $10 donation, honey? I'd, I'd love sure to her see what site we got is here. Blown the it's fuck charity. Up. It is helping. charity. Oh, yeah, yeah she's cute. Yeah. I'm like, I'd like I've to been see supporting how single moms, working moms for ages. I don't see any problem with that. $1 at a time. One buck at a time. All right, so. SSR. SSR. Okay, 1999, by the way. $1,999 doll hairs. It is. 170 the 125 right behind you. Yeah, the white one. Uh, so the white one right behind you. It's got a carburetor, though. So there's that. Uh, I wrote it today. I had a maximum velocity, recorded velocity, of 60 miles per hour. Uh, and I will tell you that their fucking speedometers are, like, calibrated by Jesus to be 10% optimistic. They are so on the money, it's ridiculous. Run the GPS app alongside of the Speedo. Get, you know... Just give it all she's got. Shift gears at red line. 
Um, there's no other way to shift gears on these things. I don't get why they can't fix it. This isn't a new problem. This isn't a problem. They just start, like, just fix it. Just make it what it is. When we mentioned it as a carburetor, it runs. It runs pretty good and everything. It runs okay. It it does idle nicely, but there's so much waiting there. There's so much hiding in that motor. There's, there's, Mm. there's, there's 15 things we could do in the next hour that would scare another 20% more power out of that thing. Yeah. There's no doubt in my mind. Or at least smooth it out. Like, yep. my, my grim smoothed way out mm-hmm. when I adjusted the carbs and did, yeah. you know, whatever. You, you have to understand that these bikes built new, bringing them into the country, they're set as lean as they possibly Absolutely. can be. Yeah. So anything you can do, you're going to, you know, drill out the uh, air fuel or air fuel adjustment screw there. Mm-hmm. Right. Maybe change the jets, do this, do if you, that, if delete you, the charcoal. If you do that one, let me know what this one was at because right. my Grim was a quarter out and right. it needed to be one. So oh, it was at least. three yeah. quarters of a turn. Right. Usually it's one and a half. I was going to say, one. Honda yeah. rules for everything is one and a half turns out. Start from there and That's, work your way back. I tried. I was too rich on that. But yeah. it's, a, it's a Japanese little carb. So it's it, is for, it is pretty, you know, I'm, I'm rocking it around and I rode them in the right order. So riding the Rascal first was the right thing. Uh, seating position, of course, one. I have 34 inch inseam. I'm six foot tall, give or take. Um, depending on the posture that day, and 200 pounds, right? So my knees were that giant gas tank, man. My knees were on the wrong part of it. Like they were out, they weren't in the cut where they should be, and they weren't in the groove. So what I had to do was, it didn't change my ass position. I had to move my feet back. So I moved my feet back so that my arch of my foot wasn't on the peg. My balls of my feet were on the peg. That was very minimal, a couple, three inches, right? And then all of a sudden, oh, shit, now the tank fits. So move those pegs back a couple, three inches, probably going to be happy even if you got long legs. Was uh, spacing for everything okay with boots on or riding boots? Yeah, riding boots. It was yeah, riding boots decent on. enough? It was okay. okay. Yeah, it was okay. Um, neutral, I'm still looking for it. <laughs> I may never find it. Oh, wait, it's like the Ural. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? No, even some, if you shut it off? Is it one of those ones you got to shut yeah, off? Yeah, I mean, I wasn't going to resort to those measures, but, ah, just, but just, like, just riding it around. Fuck it, dude. Just hold the clutch in. Breaking yeah. miles, you think, will leave I'm sure, that? just like all of them. I yeah. wouldn't be surprised uh, by that because when mm-hmm. I was sitting back on the, the biggest of yeah. the pit bikes back there and I grabbed the clutch to roll it back and forth, yeah. I'm like, well, the clutch isn't doing anything. Right. Yeah. So it's a fresh clutch pack. It's still, That's exactly. it's still grabbing a little bit. And, you might and get... please understand, I'm trying to be super, super lenient on stuff because none of it's broken in yet. And today, I did those two bikes. I did horrible things to those bikes today. But... Things that you do horrible things to everybody. Well, I mean, oh, they're God. new. We gotta we gotta see what they can do. We gotta test yeah. them, right? Because the customers gonna do the same thing. I always assume the customers gonna do the same thing. If I'd it's rather, gonna break, you'd rather have a break on you. Yeah. What did right. we learn with those misfits? Right. Had I not done what I did with the misfits right off the back, we never would have noticed that problem. It was a problem that they all had. And it's not unreasonable to do right. a wheelie on a motorcycle. Of course, it's exactly. gonna happen on any, any bikes. Whether or not like, you wanted to. <laughs> right. Right. In our case, though. We're just simulating. We want to do it, yeah. Real <laughs> world driving conditions. Real world driving conditions. It's responsible, in fact. Well, in Safety fact, first. when you're riding a 125 or a 135, how are you not caning the shit out of it? Exactly. These are these yeah. bikes are built for jackass. Yes, they are. For, right. Yeah. I mean, that's that's just it. You can't tell me that the guy who goes and gets a 50 cc rental scooter down in Key West is going easy on it's that. Not beat the shit out of it. No. Yeah. In my case, <laughs> if I if I explode the fucking thing right. on eBay, I can get a whole motor for 240 bucks. Right. And that's the and that's literally the same thing with all these motors. You can make a phone call to you know, uh, Power Sports Warehouse, and you can get a new motor for that bike and a bigger one. Yeah, bigger one. Ah, yeah. <laughs> you can get. It. They have <laughs> numbers go. that go into the 200s now. So, yeah. It's, it's, you wonder about the longevity of an engine that 
is laying on its side doing that. No, yeah, doesn't that seem impossible? I mean, uh, the Honda's lasted forever. I mean, you've got a passport. How yeah, long? but it's a 70cc yeah, engine with a piston that's as big. So right, what? exactly. The only yeah. problem is that, you know, over time, over a long enough period of time, yeah. they say the, the, the bore will actually oval out. Well, you're talking probably uh, fifty thousand yeah. miles on that. I mean, I mean, several. I mean, a long time before. Yeah, yeah but there's less like... torque. I mean, look at Honda runs things really low stress. Yeah. So if you're looking at that 170 over there, that's putting out 20 horsepower. Right. Well, how much? What's the? Well, 70 was putting out five horsepower. But yeah. a, so a, that's four times. A passport's still like ten to one compression. Mm-hmm. Which isn't low compression. No, it's, it's not, not low compression, but it's. But I'm saying that the torque, I would, I would think that the moment on the piston would be way higher on that 170. They're selling a 212 cc kit right uh, now. It's probably pretty well cammed up. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. it, it's right. breathing well. <laughs> yeah, it's it's doing what it does. But. And if you're into this, um, our friend Jack uh, Walchek over at uh, Wholesale Cycle in Akron, he's been a just an absolute supporter of all this indoor uh, mm-hmm. motocross. He's been an absolute pit bike supporter. And if you're looking at hopping up your little play bike, uh, give the guys at Wholesale Cycle. That is a completely fucking unsolicited plug because when we built the Madasses and we did the Madass motors and everything, uh, because Akron's so close to here and I could just run down there and grab the parts I needed, he was a wealth of knowledge for me. He knew the parts that worked. He knew what cranks we should be using. He, he was a real big help. So having that guy, um, yeah, support him. You can do a fucking piranha motor, not you know, an, a, not a no name, but you can get a the built semi auto motor with the clutch, with the carb, with the kicker for five hundred and twelve bucks. So you take your grim or whatever, and when you when you float it, yeah, well, then you can get that. Yeah. But but I just spend a little more money and get a whole new bike. <laughs> yeah, right. That's true. Yeah. Well, like, for the grim, if you really want to go nuts with these, because yeah. like uh, the Raskill, the grim, and all the other ones use the same two hole bounding pattern mm-hmm. on the go bikes. Sure. So Pitster Pro has 190 cc five speed, and it's 600 bucks out the 620 bucks delivered. Really? To your door. Holy shit! Yeah. Damn, that's amazing. Yeah, well, this is exactly it. And it's like, as much as I try to ignore the China thing, and as much as I try to fucking stay away from it. Uh, it Do they have a rev limiter? Well, mm. I'm glad you asked. So I was unable to find a rev limiter. Uh, limiter. That. Buffalo beer. One of those. Uh, yep. So I was unable to find the rev limiter on the Rascal. Through your normal technique? Through my normal technique. Um, and That's what I was going to say. If it's got a rev limiter... You're probably not going to be able to hurt the motor because the God, rev limiter is going to kick in at, at, at whatever RPM, and Man. you could probably sit there and... Burp, 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 burp. And what I've learned is I think that that is limited. I never got to an electronic limiter, but I was able to find a carburetor limiter. <laughs> so I found the chemical limiter. Couldn't find the electronic one. How do you like that, Oscar? Smooth. <laughs> <laughs> your face and your hand gestures tell two different oh, sides. I inhaled. That's the problem. That's the stroke. But it is really Yeah, good. that yeah, is the stroke. Inhale before you, yeah, inhale before you take a drink of that. Rookie mistake. Important. Rookie mistake. Yeah, inhaled after yeah. the fact. Because if you exhale, you could light fire. Yeah. You yeah, could yeah, be yeah. a dragon. Wow. Oh, you yeah, could drink that. In, inhale before you that is, drink. That is like eating a bag of Werther's no, Originals and Moonshine. It smells like brake fluid. Pretty sure you could use it as brake fluid. Drinking uh, milk. No, but it does. You, you'll be like, you just ate good. a bag of Brock's butterscotch candy. Because that's what yes. I like to do in my free time. Why not? Yeah. Inhale first. Hanging out with old guys. That's what old guys do. <laughs> I think they swabbed me with that before the surgery. Oh, they did. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. Yeah. That's good. Works better than Betadine. 
<laughs> do not like it. You don't like it, huh? <laughs> Dude, wow. Do I'm not like that. I'm surprised. Because that lighter fluid you guys drink. Surprise, Man, motherfucker. Smooth, yeah, surprise. <laughs> so, yeah, that's I, when you start doing these. Uh, I know and they've done some st- silly stuff. If you take a look at the, this one's got twin exhausts. Why do you have twin exhausts? You don't need to have twin exhausts, but it looks sexy. It Did looks very cool. Scavenge just half a cylinder. <laughs> Did you ever read uh, his stuff about the kickstarts, the Prana guy? Yeah. He's yeah. like, he's like, this is not where you, he goes, it's quality or quanti- quality over right. quantity. Right. Do not bash this because right. you will break it and yeah. I will not fix it. Exactly. And so, now they've got some new Kickstarter shafts, so that's yeah. pretty cool. They can they well, can replace your meant, broken like, you Kickstarter. You have to like, there's no need to beat the shit out of it. He's like, just get it in the compression stroke right. and one kick. And oh, we start. learned on the third motor. <laughs> <laughs> By the third motor, we had learned how to kickstart it because again, like I was telling you about the recoil starter. Yeah, it's the same way. We have been kicking <laughs> over <laughs> giant motorcycles since we were children. Right. And anybody who's kicked but over a 600cc single... I'm giving her all she's got. Yeah. Well, no. It, it's not kicking them out. You can push on them. It, they're right. hand starts. It's, yeah. it's a lever start. Exactly. It's not a kickstart. It's not a kickstart. It uh, blows my mind again. Right. People who... It, it's you like want to give it a thing. quick little jab, a little, not a... <laughs> Yeah. Not a up in the air and land on. Yeah, it's like the uh, the buddy kickstart, right? It's right. just like just, yeah. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Well, yeah. The best thing we could do would be to make that lever shorter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so you don't get the feel for kicking it harder. So you don't yeah. have so much leverage. Like a pepper grinder. Just exactly. Like, yeah, but but if you start it out like say on an XL five hundred, like me, yeah, yeah. If you try to start it like yeah. that. It ejects well, you from the bike. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you had the you 500. You committed exactly. to a, like right. a bike like yeah. that. I, 650. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You got to be committed to, to yeah. start it. You, I mean, you put your work with and you go from there. Right, exactly. You're not going to pull start the chainsaw like you pull start an Aaron Snowblower in the dead of winter. I mean, <laughs> the proper way <laughs> I have electric start to kick start a Yamaha TT or XT500 is to get on the bike, Yep. get off the bike. <laughs> yeah. Grab the compression release yeah. after you've put it in like second or probably third gear. Right. Yeah. Start running, yeah. <laughs> holding That's the clutch. Exactly push start, with yeah. it, once it starts yeah. turning over, let the compression, let the compression out. And yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like third gear on those on those XTs and TTs. Don't even yeah. try to kickstart yeah. those fucking things. My SRs, people would be like, "Well, you know, there's the indico- indicator window in the SR." Fuck right? that. Fuck that indicator window. Everybody's the same thing. Like, oh yeah, you got to look at the indicator window. You got to check the indicator. I'm like, bullshit. Watch how you do it. You kick through until you get your compression. Mm-hmm. When you get to your compression stroke, you pull your decompression lever in and you kick a quarter. Don't even look at the, decompre- the fucking window. Ignore that shit. That'll just get you into trouble. You kick a quarter of a turn with the decompression on after TDC. Mm-hmm. Then go have a sandwich. <laughs> right? <laughs> just fucking walk away. Because if you try to do it now, the charge that you just sucked in slowly is all still in there and you're running too rich. And the thing with these bikes is most people fuck up because they try to start them way too rich and they don't like it. Like most of the time, what I've learned with those motors in particular is guys will be on their fifth or sixth kick. And I'm like, dude, if you kick it twice and it doesn't start, go have a sandwich. Right. Just go away. So, mine, I was doing the compression release. Yeah. Only came out at the bottom of the stroke. At the bottom of the stroke. So I would kick it, and right when I hit the bottom, you I let go of your out, hand. And it would, and, yep. it would and that would have enough velocity that it could carry through. Yeah. And I would watch guys perpetually on those SR500s, which the SR500, the street version, was pretty detuned so that you could kickstart it. Remember, there was no button on those fucking bikes. So it was always a kickstarter. And that's why a lot of people sold them when they had 800 miles on them. 
because they realized after the third tank of gas, they were done. They were just finished. Because getting 10 guys out of the bar to come out and try and start the fucker every time you wanted to go home, yeah, lame. Well, if you ever got thrown off of one. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. Oh, fuck. And, and that was always the, it's better to, when you're dealing with kickstarting a bike, it's better to creep up on the fuel than to flood the shit out of it. But Honda came up with a brilliant idea to fix all that. <laughs> yeah, they did, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the FT500. FT500. They put a very intricate and complicated electric starter. An extraordinarily complicated <laughs> Kickstarter electric starter on it. Yeah. And by the way, it did work remarkably well as long as your battery was up. And if your battery was not up... And the whole thing was serviced well, and you yep. didn't let it get wet, and, yeah. and the little solenoid plunger, and the blast oh, shit. fucking thing, it's a nightmare. FT500 starters are one of those things that you just start at the battery and go from the battery all the way through the system and clean every contact <laughs> the day you get one. So the, <laughs> yeah, the day yeah. one the shows up in your WD-40, life... Every yep. lube you can put on. The like, day one shows up, literally just go through every fucking... Electrical connection on it. Every termination. It, it starts. If yeah. it's running, yeah. stop. Stop. Take it apart. Yeah. Lube everything and yep. make sure it never fucks up. Because oh, yeah. When because it fucks up, it sucks. Everything. The Bendix is on them, too. That's one of those things that it's like, if they get dry or you start that motor with a weak battery one time, yeah. that Bendix will never work again. And we were complaining about Chinese bikes. Yeah. Those are Japanese bikes. And I'm saying, like, from the yeah, 80s. That's the, po- that's the yeah. point I'm getting at. Right. Like, yeah. That, that whole locking mechanism yep. so that it locks the bikes. starter to the drive. Yep. If it gets stuck in the locked position, mm-hmm. well, after it starts the bike, it just the hangs starter in. stays engaged. Yep. Well, the starter is like a 10 to 1 drive on you the got motor. It. Yep. So when you blip your throttle yeah. and your motor goes up to 4 grand. Your, mo- your starter goes up your to 16 grand. Your starter went up to 40 grand. <laughs> <laughs> and, and literally, yeah. the little you know copper yeah. like the armature, the, the, it'll just, yep. it just shatters, yes, scatters they're it. They're gone. Um, there's, there's a dude, uh, he, it's called the Marlin Crawler. So it's this guy, something Ken Marlin or something like mm-hmm. that. And he made this crawler, like a full scale one. And uh, he shows that sometimes when you're on a rock or something, you stall out. Oh yeah. His starter is so powerful yep. that you just you put it in gear and you hit the starter yep. and it'll crawl the truck the rest oh, of the way. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Damn. Starter buddy, motors are fantastic. My body had a, a Toyota Corolla, yep. and for whatever maybe fuel pump issues, something mm-hmm. like that. Would you could sit there and turn it and it wouldn't start start. Mm-hmm. Right. So what we do standard is put it in the parking spot. Yeah. Put it in reverse, hit the mm-hmm. starter, don't yeah. leave the clutch out, because it, it, back out of the parking lot, put it in reverse, drive out of the parking lot, yeah. all the way out onto the on street. On the starter. Till we, on the starter, till yeah. we got down the hill, then push the clutch in, put it in neutral, coast down the hill till we oh, get about, almost the bottom of the hill, dump the clutch. Yeah. I had my Dodge Omni, was, I, I moved my Dodge Omni several times on the starter. Just using that, the battery and the starters are remarkably powerful. I don't know if anybody remembers, but I used to have a a bumper car. So I had a bumper car, and the bumper car had a Toyota Tacoma (laughs) truck starter. It was the source of power. And I had two batteries under the back seat, and then I just had literally just a a service switch going to the, (laughs) yeah, nice, good out. And that... That just Toyota truck starter, the Tacoma starter, was with a chain drive to the front wheel, was more than enough to haul three or four people in that bumper car. That's awesome. Yeah, and it would run for a long time, but torque for days, yeah. I spent three days in a hospital because of a starter. What? (laughs) I crushed my leg when I was 16 between two bumpers of a car. What? I had a... Holy no shit. Did anyone know this story? No. No. So I I had no money, and I had a Volkswagen Rabbit. 
screwdriver the, the across the solenoid. Would, would, yeah, you and that's how I would start it. it would, yeah. I put it in neutral yeah. and I short it out. Then I'd have to hit it with a hammer to have it release because right. it wouldn't release. Right. And nobody <laughs> would give me like like the twenty bucks for a solenoid. Oh my shit! So God. every that's how I started it for like yeah. two months. And one day I left just arc the terminals. <gasps> and, and so and there's a car fuck. right behind it. Yeah. And so when I started it, yeah. it pinned my knee. I jumped, but I pinned my left leg between the two bumpers and all I was doing I couldn't I didn't hit it. I it didn't hit in time. No. It crushed my knee and it was going and it crushed my it uh, crushed it broke my tibia. Jesus Christ. And so I was trapped oh between it because I could not get I could not get out between the cars and I couldn't release it because I couldn't No. So I I mean I, I was pounding on the starter and yeah. finally it stopped it stopped pressing. turning. Oh my but, god. But uh, but my sister was in the window and I'm yelling. I'm Stuck in the car and she's laughing at me. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! I'm laughing at you now. <laughs> oh my god! So the neighbor yeah. runs out. The neighbor, the guy that I knew, runs out in his underwear. Yeah. And releases the you know takes the car out of gear. Yeah. And so I hobble into the house, and I'm sitting there. And my dad's like, I'm like, Dad, you got to take me to the hospital. My, yeah. Because my knees started swelling up. Just put some ice on it. Yeah. No, he's like, I have to go running first. I have to take a shower. And, you know, you just could wait. So by the time he got back, my knee <laughs> was a size of... Man the fuck up, man. <laughs> two liters. I had two liters of fluid in <laughs> my knee. Holy shit. And then the doctor's like, I'm in the emergency room. And the guy's like, we're going to have to amputate your leg. <clears throat> no. Oh, what Seriously. a dick. Yeah. And I'm like, What? And that's when I got freaked out. Yeah, no shit. Know, if they're going to cut my leg off. I mean, yeah, I'm like, just joking. <laughs> ah, just no, but then they you. found out that I had some, like, I don't have an artery on top of my foot. Oh, get the fuck out of here. No, so so they thought I had no pulse on my foot, so they were going to hack my knee off. Oh. I hacked my leg off. Oh. Oh. Talk about a no. yeah. Can you hand me a rusty chain? But the best part of it was my my boys brought me food every single day. Like they, were, I had to go to surgery. Oh, they looked after you. Yeah, they brought so much good food. Well, that's cool. <laughs> I bring you good food if that happened again. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I hope it never happens. Again. Or you could buy a fucking starter relay or a starter solenoid and Jeez. not have to fucking think about that. Do that for you too. So do all these bikes have electric starter and the yeah? Uh, yeah so that, so that uh, the Rascal has a kicker, so okay. it's got electric start and a kicker. Okay. Um, the coolest feature on the bike by far, is you press the button on the gauge and it turns the display from orange to blue. I, I don't know why well, I think that's so cool, but I it's pretty fucking cool. Oh, yeah, more to it. It. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Turns it from orange to blue. Kind of blue. interesting. Huh. Uh, <laughs> he needed both the money. Night riding or something? I have no idea, but I, I did it. They're, they're both oh, illuminated. Oh, oh. Easy, now. What was that? I don't know, but normally it happens near Mecklefresh. It's the strangest <laughs> thing. <laughs> he's like, it's he's like, like a bum in a theater. He's like, I'm like two for six on two for six on bottle kicking. The uh, Over here. yay, um, this is. I mean, there is that thing. So, if you do go to motorcycle.com, they did this uh shootout called the Battle of the 125cc Ankle Biters, and they they loved it. <laughs> they they love the Rascal 125. But here's the fucking shocker it, it's 8.3 horsepower, topped. Here's here's the shocker, here's the shocker, here's the shocker. <laughs> at 8.3 horsepower, topped out at they said 7,500 rpm. You shift it. Wherever you want, it doesn't give fucking care. Just run it off the, run the tits off mm. of it. And I was able to get on my trip today. I was able to get around sixty miles per hour out of it. Okay, um, 
corrected to 54, right? So 54 actual miles per hour. Today, now it's not broken in. The valves haven't been adjusted. So that's the slowest top speed it's going to have. Nothing. It's the slowest top speed that bike's going to have. Out of the crate. Okay, out of the crate. I can can guarantee it will only go faster from this point forward. But that's not bad at all because I've ridden a Honda Grom. Right. Yeah. Which is a fuel injected yeah. bike, right? Which with a claim nine point nine horsepower, correct? With which claim nine point nine. It was doing yep. a lot to make it go forty five, fifty mile an hour. Now that might have right. been an accurate forty five or fifty mile an hour, but it, it didn't blow my socks off. What I can sure. tell you for sure is, according to the GPS, it was fifty four miles per hour. According to the speedo, it was sixty miles per hour. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, Groms tell you that their their top speed is 56 miles per hour and that they're you know 8.6 horsepower so and that's pretty what it is that's yeah. pretty much what it is for yeah. both the monkey and the the super cub too yeah so i don't doubt it i don't think that's i don't think that's a long shot so i think it's right in the hunt but it did everything it did well i thought the front fork was really good uh for mm. being it's an upside down fork which Invert. is surprising it's an imported mm-hmm. fork at, it did handle really well Twin piston calipers. Twin piston calipers on the front. I was very much impressed by the brakes. The front brakes are... Caliper. Caliper. (laughs) Singular. Um, Yeah, the brakes really, really good. Uh, It does have no problem dragging the bike down. The tires are from a company I've never fucking heard of, ever, and that's saying something. Uh, Yet, outside in the downpour... One jing? Yeah, I guess, right? Um, They don't look bad. I mean... It's a pattern like an IRC or, you know, whatever, but... It's a, uh, they work. They, they were tracking pretty true at higher speeds in the park. So I was down the Metro Park doing a lot of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I went up by the airport for some high-speed runs or what we call a high-speed run. And then in the parking lot here, which is just parking lot, there's nothing special about our parking lot, I was doing countless figure eights and, more importantly, hundreds of attempted wheelies. <laughs> and I say attempted. attempted. yeah. In a very sad face. Oh, wait, but you, that's exactly you can wheelie what the almost Honda anything, Grom though. I can wheelie just about anything, and I've I've spent my whole life wheeling dumb shit, and I had to work so hard, and I was cheating. Like I did standing on the back pegs, it'll, I can make a wheelie, uh, but just sitting in the driver's seat, sitting where you're supposed to sit, with your feet where they're supposed to be, clutching the bejesus out of it, just you know, just doing horrible things to that motor and that clutch. It does not pick the front well, wheel. Well, you got three gallons of. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, I got <laughs> of, three of gallons of unleaded right over the front. Right. Right right. Exactly. So that, that yeah. might help. A yeah. Pints of pound so the world around. So you, you have to decide how you want to ride that bike. Yeah. Stock, it comes with a fourteen tooth front sprocket, well, and that'll get you fifty some miles yeah. an hour. If you put a sixteen tooth yeah. sprocket on it, you drop about eight miles an hour, but you can wheelie. So this is where mm. I was. This is where I was going to. Mm-hmm. I wanted to chat about this because that's a four-speed motorcycle. Mm-hmm. And apparently the fourth gear is useless other than, like, fuel economy and getting range, I guess. It's tall. Because it's way too tall, uh, at least in its current configuration, mm-hmm. out of the crate. Like I said, it's worst performance today. It's brand new. It's day one, man. This is it. This is all it's done is whatever miles is on there. Steve, how many times has your monkey bike thrown you on your ass? Yeah, wheelies. I mean, does the monkey wheelie? You know how well I can wheelie. Yeah, right. I can't. Yeah. Okay. So. So it's not like. Yeah, I was I was really sad about that, and in the parkway running around, it pulls third gear remarkably. Like it pulls first gear up to twenty miles an hour, like it owns it, and then second gear to forty, 
like it owns it. And then third gear to 54 miles an hour, like it owns it, like 60 indicated, third gear. Then you switch to fourth because you're like, okay, fourth gear. Get rid of the beans. And you switch to fourth and you're like, go. And it goes, nope. Well, it's the same thing with the, the monkeys, the same way. Yeah, fourth is just so like if, speed if you have lock. A headwind, yeah. You're better off to just keep it in third. Yeah, third, and just, just, just run it. Just right ring right. the tits off so. of it, put it in third. And I did learn, I experienced that today. So I could accelerate in third, but fourth was only there to hold the speed that I'd achieved. Mm. That was it. Now, of course. So drop a tooth or two on the counter. Shot. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and why alter that, move that gearing a little bit. do that? Well, I'm just saying, yeah. it's like that's what that's where you want that long right. sixth gear. But they don't do that. They and do this it on is, a bike like this. And this is a fourth. I mean, this yeah, is a four-speed only, so that's what you got. Right. So realistically, it could be a three-speed, and it wouldn't Damn change it. things much. Damn it! Damn it, man! Damn <laughs> so it! Close. So whether the answer is going to be turning the countershaft sprocket down, yeah, that's, I, I, I or <laughs> whether the answer is going to be turning the power up, I think I know where we're going go with this one. Both. Well, <laughs> exactly. For us, yeah. I mean, we, you saw what we did with the mad ass. We had a totally different gear ratio. We had a, we had a different front sprocket and a different rear sprocket on the Mad Ass because we wanted the butter zone at seventy miles per hour. So this bike. Repeat that again. Where was the butter zone? The butter zone for the Mad Ass was seventy miles per hour. Seventy miles. Yeah, per hour. that was I our love butter zone. Twenty-five cc. <laughs> yeah. Horizontal <laughs> motor. Yeah. yeah, the butter zone meant we could get it up to seventy-five, but at seventy, everything was happy. Like the it's butter zone. yeah. And we I were getting fairly the butter zone. <clears throat> we were getting fairly decent miles per gallon. Take you to the butter zone. Yeah. <laughs> Take you to the butter zone. You, you know, people live in the danger zone. We live in the butter zone. But the, oh, there's supposed to be a new top gun coming out. <clears throat> well yeah. And it's hard and, to fly a jet with a walker. <laughs> He's the best preserved sixty year old on planet Earth. Are you happy to get out there and snap up your old the GPZ eleven hundred? Oh yeah. Well no, I think he wrote a GPZ. 250 in the movie, and they just put 900 stickers on the oh, side. Really? Really? Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. I, it might have been a 500. But Do you think the new Top Gun's going to have a new bike? What's it going to be? Oh, it's going to be. He's going to ride another bike. Look, is it Tom, be an Cruise, it is. Tom Cruise rides a bike. Oh, it is. Every oh it's got to be an H2. Yeah. It's got to be an H2. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He rides in every movie. But I yeah. think he still has the old bike in the movie, too. Oh, really? Like he, kept he kept it in his it. garage or something. Mm-hmm. Like his, yeah. I, I want those tires that he had in, like, Mission Impossible 2 that go from street tires oh, yeah. to oh, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there must be a button on that bike. You push it and the <laughs> knobbies pop yeah. out. That wouldn't be hard, though, if you made them, like, belly buttons mm. so that at... Uh, at, a, at a lower pressure, they the little knobbies went in. Oh yeah! But then when you increase the pressure, the knobbies popped out. Yeah, but you John don't want pressure Michael for off road. Well, I'm going to need to another. Oh. Oh. I got a belly button. Okay, so I you eat have a lot of food. It doesn't pop out. <laughs> no, now we have to go double bladder. So you have an inner double tube. Bladder, belly button. There's a there's there's a bladder. So you have the, the tire inflation mm. bladder, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. adjusts your tire inflation. But then you have a second bladder that only connects all the the belly button bladder. The belly button, the belly button bladder. So that when you inflate that one, that's mm-hmm. when all the knobs pop out. Oh, okay, all right. This is a million, multi-million dollar idea, free to all podcasters. Belly button mm-hmm. bladders, for butter zones. We'll oh, save that for the uh, quantum <laughs> leap people. Oh yeah, exactly. Uh, when I was called? in. <laughs> The, uh, when I was in Ontario, I saw a, a, a genius invention that is built in crampons. 
I so, thought you were talking about poutine, but crampuses? No, built-in crampons. So, you know, when, when you go to somewhere and it's icy, they, they have these things you put on your shoes that are basically snow chains for your shoes. They're called crampons, all right? And they make them in every different level of violence. Not the things that block up, block up your plumbing. No, exactly. So crampons <laughs> are basically tire chains for your feet. And while we were in uh, Montreal or maybe Quebec, so we saw spikes. these boots that had built-in crampons. Oh. So if you flip them one way... They're like a U-shaped piece of plastic built into the tread of the boot. And if you flip them one way, there's actual metal spikes that are hitting the ice so you can walk like a normal person. And if you flip them the other way, the metal spikes go up towards your feet and are safely hidden away. You can retract. They can retract. So like a cat's retractable claws. And I was like, that's fucking genius, man. Because like literally they're, they're built into normal shoes like and you just reach down on your foot and you flip them over and now you got ice That's pretty cool. literally uh, you know studded no tires yeah. goofy. They look no like no they look like regular shoes, shoes. and they it put is. them in there were like all kinds of different shoes that had these things and uh, i was just stuffed i was i was completely blown away by how genius it was cuz everywhere we walked around in cool. montreal or in quebec city was just icy as fuck i mean you're right on the water it's 12 degrees fahrenheit not Science, uh, Frankenstein, the uh, yeah, motherfucking crampons built into the fucking boots. That's smart, and you could have like tires that were built in snow chains, in built into your fucking snow tires. Genius. Anyway, you look at it. So anyway, yeah, yeah. So uh, Tom Cruise motorcycles GPZ 900 was what in 1986 most powerful motorcycle you could buy. GPZ 900, and now H2, probably. Not the most powerful, but quick. Were they calling that a ninja? It was a ninja. Yeah. Yeah, I think the GPZ 900 was definitely a ninja. Was yep. it both names? Was it not a GPZ 900? I think it was, everything yes. I think it was all of the letters. Yeah, <laughs> it was like, it's a GPZ 900 ninja R R R R R R. There was a kid, my oldest brother's age, who bought one brand new right out of the box. And motherfucker. Oh, really? I mean, he would ride wheelies for hours. Like, you know, my brother and his friend had... The XR 650s, and they were, they were, you know, they could do wheelies and everything. But mm-hmm. he would go, and for years, I mean, he was like the wheelie king. He rode the yeah. And then one day, at 100 and some plus mile an hour, he ran off the road. Oh, fuck. Yeah, wiped out. Didn't kill himself. Several pins, everything. He has like one solid leg from the hip down. Oh, really? No more. They cut his knee out, like, and just made it all one solid thing. Ooh, that's you know, painful. And that was like the first superbike crash that resonated throughout the whole neighbor area. You know what's weird? You know, people adapt to stuff. And I remember back in the squid days, like I'd be riding with the guys that were really good at wheelies. Yeah. And they'd be like on two doing a wheelie or something. Yeah. And they got so good that they'd loop it at 80. Yeah. And they'd like wait and like the bike would be coming and they'd just run and they'd somehow run what? the crash off and roll into the grass. They'd get up and it'd be you fine. You cannot run it off at 80 miles an hour. Dude. I'm, you got I'm, a Nurato run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, but it's like it was. I mean, they might have not. They might not have been eighty, but like literally, like these dudes were crashing at like highway uh, speed. Yeah. 80, okay, so let's think. Eighty mile an hour, you come off. You you could probably get like a like kind of dance on the ground. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, uh-huh. you're gonna slam the ground at a certain point, but oh, you yeah, might yeah, get a few that's, like. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Oh, but that's the no, thing. These if you dudes had were... Teflon on your soles. You could just slide. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. sure. <laughs> no, but it was amazing to see. Like these guys had no helmets, no jackets, yeah. no anything. You know, I'm like this dude's they had fucking furry dead. Tanks, though. They had furry oh, tanks. Yeah. And like you know, a couple couple steps, they'd roll into the grass. <laughs> they'd tuck. They you know they didn't leave their arms out. They'd jump up and they'd have bruises and a little road rash. And Tommy like, wow. Bishaw. 
That was that was kid. his name, Tommy yeah. Bishop. I never understood the whole point of wheelies and the squid thing. I'm like an old guy, I guess, but like you're an old guy. <laughs> <laughs> Every bike can do it. And I remember my Who, brother, my I, brother. I, I, like I don't, I don't get the point. I have no problem wheeling a 125 buddy. The trick is to make it look good. Like to make the wheelie be a nice wheelie as opposed to just a garbage wheelie. Like anybody can make a. Yeah, that, right? that might be a little yeah. more, but like when you have like a yeah. 600cc crotch rocket, yeah, we yeah. all know it can wheel and we all know it can go 100 miles an hour in a blink of an eye. We get it. Okay, oh my next God. party trick. It, yeah. Well, no, yeah. it's wheeling through the traffic. The perfect place to wheelie a 125 buddy was the going into the, dry, into the parking lot of the parking lot right across the street from the old shop, and you'd go up the ramp Hit into the bump. parking lot. Yeah. But then there yeah, was, was a, a dip. A, there was a dip. Oh, so when you came man. to the top of that, you just Best give it a little bit ever. more, yeah. and it's just like whoa. whoa. You can ride a wheelie on a buddy about 45, 50 feet at our old shop because that was exactly what he was talking about. the The apron for the the apron for the ramp into the parking lot was fucking perfect, and then there was a little depression after it. Due to like asphalt, well, there was a drain being, there. Right, there was there like was a little drain, drain right, there. right there. So you just like, and you'd hit that depression. The bike, the bike, the bike would drop. The motor and your fat ass would drop. But that front wheel will just get lighter. And you'd be like, oh, this is going to look so good for the people at the bakery. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to get a free fucking cookie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've, I was convinced that wheelies would make girls' pants fall off. Like, that was my motivation for learning wheelies. No, you got to have a guitar for that. I know. I couldn't play guitar, so I had to learn how to wheelie. So that was it. Yeah. I thought it was loud pipes. <laughs> loud pipes. Loud pipes have never made a girl's pants. Like millions of dollars. Yeah, millions of dollars. It turns out you can be a really fat, ugly dude with millions of dollars. Yeah. You don't need to wheelie. Yeah. That's turns one of the ideas. We'll get that's... her in the butter zone, huh? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> the butter zone. That's, that's one of the few dude myths that actually holds up. Like, some guys think rims, cars, right. motor, none of that matters. But yeah. Steve nailed it. If you have a few mil. Yeah, you got a few million. Yeah, yeah that's exactly it. it. Yeah. yeah that's, that smooths that's fair. a lot of things over. You show up yeah. in a helicopter, you're probably going to get laid. Yeah, <laughs> just talk like yeah. I don't have a job. I just run my dad's businesses and stuff oh. like that. Take care of his properties. So on to the next bike. At the Benelli. So this is going to be the competitor. So the competitor oh, to that is the Benelli TNT one thirty five. Now same trellisy idea, right? Except for like the the trellisy frame on the Benelli TNT one thirty five is uh, a little more lithe, a little more narrow, whereas it's not as girthy as the trellis frame on the uh, SSR Rascal. Nice red, gorgeous color. Yeah, Ducati gorgeous color red. bike. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, red line rims. And I love that stainless steel exhaust with the dual yeah. the dual pea shooter, the dual. I thought it would be louder, but as no. you said, that can underneath might need There's to There's a giant fucking collector oh, underneath. This thing needs a fucking boxectomy like nobody's business. Um, it does, it, it just is very, very choked out. So the difference, though, is this is not a horizontal motor. This is a does more... Does actually have a... Uh, mm. It almost looks like it has a catalytic converter. It, I'm sure it does. Yeah. I'm certain it does. Being fuel injected? Yeah, I mean it has a lambda sensor coming in off of the left on the left side. Sure does. It's a single cylinder. So you've got to cut everything off from there all yeah. the way to back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that we're going to find like most of these bikes that are this small size that once you just the fact this thing is going to live in open loop its whole life. Yeah. People who know about fuel injectors, it's just the way it's going to run. And if you get rid of that giant collector. And you just make a pipe, a pass pipe that goes from that, you know, the header into the, the mufflers. Or the, I was surprised how quiet it it's was. It's very quiet. It was a little bit disappointing. A little too quiet. Um, it has an oil cooler. 
pretty rowdy, pretty cool. Um, it does have four valves, which I did check to make sure there were actually four of them. There are four of them. So it's a twin cylinder. Though. No, it's a single cylinder. Four valves and a single cylinder. You got it, baby. Wow. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's very much uh, it's very it's sophisticated. Well, it's very much like. Uh, there's another company that's got five letters and starts with an H that has that exact same motor in it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even, I can't yeah, I can't even imagine who we're talking yeah. about. KTM? No. I know. Who's a bird? Way too many letters. So, but this is yeah. not a horizontal motor. No, this is a vertical motor. So this is a motor you have seen before if you've ever seen anything that has like, you know, I don't know, uh, the initials C and B and R in front of it. Um, they do make that motor in other markets. We don't get them here. It does have a sight glass. It definitely has a sight glass instead of a dipstick. Oh, yeah. uh, some fun stuff about this motor is it is 106, uh, according to its own digital tachometer, 106 is the limit. It will not let you go past there. It does give you a spark interrupt. And uh, so, so it will give you that. Found- It'll sing you the song of its people. Yeah, so it'll give you that. Yeah, um, that's when you shift, by the way, and you can shift it at that, and it's totally happy with it. Uh, remarkably good third gear, fifty miles per hour, and you have two gears left. And top speed indicated on this trip, mind you, worst conditions possible. Brand new bike, bad weather, um, fat rider. Uh, Top speed indicated 70 miles per hour, 63.7 indicated, or 63.7 GPS. Pretty goddamn good. Um, Not too shabby for a 135. Turn signals, LED turn signals built into the back of the bike that are I, I sexy love as those, fuck. I know that's what just noticing. Oh, they're so good. They're built yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, they're built in, I and when you, said when you flash the, them, the rear seat. it looks yeah. good. Like, yeah. like the whole back of that bike is dead it looks sexy. sexy. And, yeah. and the quality is really compared to like the Rascal or my yeah. Grim or something. The quality yeah. is a thousand times. better. The calipers are gorgeous. Oh. The lighting clusters beautiful. The turn signals yeah. are nice. The welds look fantastic. I mean, this is a very this is a bike that fucks me over. Is like fuck it, it's China. I hate it. It's uh, like a mini Ducati, man. It does look like a mini Ducati. Um, does, it, does it have enough support on the back for a? For a well, back? I mean, they put a pad back there and yeah. they put pegs. Now the suspension is the way it came out of the oh, box, yeah. which for me solo at two hundred pounds was okay. Um, the front suspension is fully adjustable too, so that's nice. I mean, nice. the brackets for those passenger pegs look yeah. like you'd find on any full size. They do, bike. and the passenger right. pegs themselves are really nice. They got a, a ball end to them; they're mm-hmm. cool. Uh, the gauge is perfect; it's beautiful. All aluminum. Yeah, and we did talk about the gas tank being three gallons <laughs> on the uh, on the Rascal. Rascal. And uh, I, I keep saying Rascal. I got to remind people that's spelled wrong. So um, if you're looking this shit up. It is R A Z as in Z, Razkul, K U L L. So it's like skull, Rascal. but with a Z. Razkul, 125. Okay. And I hope that's taking a shot at the Grom. Because the, like, the Grom is like a, a Grom is a little guy who wants to be a surf guy someday. So, like, the kid that hangs around the surfers is called a Grom, like all the little Groms. They were like Groming around. And so the Rascal is like, it's a Rascal. It's like another cute little thing. Whereas the Benelli just said, fuck it, TNT 135. What's a Rascal hanging around? Well, I don't know. You know it's a Rascal. My ball sack. <laughs> West side. The Klingons. The, I've got some Rascals hanging around my ball The Klingons side. around your anus. The, uh, Both bikes have kind of nice looking wheels. It does have Sorry, nice looking wheels. Like it has that. nice looking wheels. The calipers are good. Uh, the brakes will put you over the fucking handlebars. Really? Again, 
tires built by who fucking knows what the name of that company Oof, is. Poo. God, Poo. just another one of just the fucking them? tires are just I don't even know. Um, they're round and black, and at forty, <laughs> you know, forty six degrees in the absolute rain, I didn't die. So they they hold air. They apparently are sufficient. <laughs> um, I didn't do any aggressive cornering because again, the bike's got zero miles on yeah. it. So I'm waiting until we at least clean the tires off. Um, but the drivability, the bike riding is fucking great. And I like the seat being a little higher. It gives me a little yeah. more room. Now on this one, there's a little bit of a hump between the driver's seat and the passenger seat. And that's where you put your exhaust port. So you slide <laughs> your body back until your exhaust port is right on that strap. And when your exhaust port's on that strap, your knees go right in where those lions are printed on the side. The lines that are going, rawr, with just one hand, <laughs> just rawr, barely, just yeah. barely, <laughs> right? I, 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 I feel like there's some more. I, they, you say they're lions, but I feel like they're more like an Asian cartoon beast kind of thing. <laughs> is what I'm seeing there, but I, I could be wrong. It's uh, the Benelli logo is uh, is a, a, a laurel. It's a laurel wreath. So if you look at the gas tank on the 302s. Um, I present you with this laurel and hearty handshake. The smallest little sticker possible. It is, right? It's And bless them, they didn't clear coat over that shit either. Because that's look, coming off fast. But look oh. at the clutch cover on it. It looks like very nice. The clutch cover's baller. So, uh, they, so there's a number of things. That's so good. The, the quick thing about the TNT that I'd like to give it its props. One, it wheelies like a happy fucking camper. The TNT is a very happy fucking Cohort. It is there for you. If you want to do wheelies on a 135, sit on the Benelli TNT and give it a healthy dose of rim. Okay, so yeah. fuel injected, yeah. five gears. Yeah. Spade. Kimco is known for naming by weird. Order any even for the winner. No. Order any even for the winner. No. Spades don't sell so fast. So the bike's called a Kimco Spade. Kimco is known for naming bikes weird for the winner. No. Spades don't sell so fast. So the bike's called a Kimco Spade. Kimco is known for naming bikes weird. Spades don't sell so fast, so the bike's called a Kimco Spade. Kimco is known for naming bikes weird. They had the Kimco people. Spades don't sell so fast, so the bike's called a Kimco Spade. Kimco is known for naming bikes weird. They had the Kimco people, which was very awkward if you tried to buy a black people. Um, or A black spade. A yellow people. They don't make one. They make brown, like metallic brown oh, spade. They make a brown spade. And they make a flat black spade. <laughs> That's awful. I know, exactly. They didn't consult anybody before they named that fucking bike. But the spade does go. I've got the spade, which is fuel injected. Right. I've had the spade up to an indicated, actually indicated and real world, 70 miles per hour because the spade speedometer is dead balls accurate. Hmm. So that's interesting. Gotta love the spade. Now, the spade, though, looks like a Bonneville. Yeah. So it looks like a, you know, 60% scale Bonneville. Whereas these things don't. These things look like little Ducatis. Well, I remember we were looking yeah. at that, that's the, the brown spade. We, we thought we wanted to do the orange and make it look yes. like a KZ. Uh, yeah. It would look like a KZ. You're right. Oh, a single yeah. cylinder KZ. So it is a little bit of a shame to not bring up the spade because the spade really is a really fucking good bike. And we knew that when we were running it against the Groms, when we were going rides with Groms there, the Spade always did really well. And the Spade's a 150, of course. And the Spade comes in at 3199 So it's 500 bucks more. Right. So $500 more than the TNT. 
oh, now we got a problem because I don't know if I'm, I don't know where I sit on the whole Spade versus TNT thing because, oh, and they did raise the, but they did raise the price on the Spade too. Fuck. Fuck. Stuff? Fuck, man. Look at that. No, because the Spade comes from Taiwan. There's no tariff. Oh. So the Spade is thirty three ninety nine now. Spade's a good looking bike. It is a good looking bike, but it is a, is it's a baby uh, Bonneville. But, it, it but, doesn't in, look, but in yeah. the thirty three ninety nine yeah. bracket, yeah. No, yeah. Uh, that's my problem. So the Spade one fifty i thirty three ninety nine. It's it's a solid what seven hundred dollars more. And look at the forks. The forks on this one look like a GSXR yes. little baby. Right. You know exactly. The, the spade still has that. It's a shame that the Cameron is not here because right. he's got his Z125. He's got a Z125. Right. Yeah. I'm sure he would want to talk a lot about this. Oh no, there will be a shootout. Like this is exactly it. The only thing that's the only thing that's encumbering our whole world right now is what. What's puts fucks us over always is timing. So no, no, I mean we get Cameron here. I get it. I'll order a spade in. We got a monkey bike. We got right. a one twenty five. Yeah, we could hell it. Our group right moms. here. We know people. Oh my with, god. We yeah. know people. We know people. Yeah. We could have a, a pocket bike shooter. Or what do they call it? A mini bike shootout. Pocket rockets. Yeah, we could do that and no, do it. Don't call them. That. <laughs> <laughs> I got a pocket rocket for I you know. right here. <laughs> Just no. There's some things I won't let. Uh, well, one thing that There's something I won't allow. So the the, the Benelli mm-hmm. has uh, like fairings uh, right on the gas tank. Yeah. And I, I'm kind of visualizing if you stripped it off, you'd see more of the trellis frame. Okay. Yeah. It could look kind of neat. Oh yeah. And you know it's that's like the thing is because it's it's just plastic. I don't think the it's spade a is a four thing. valve. So right. the spade's four valves. The spade's also single overhead cam. It's the same yeah. motor configuration. It's fuel injected. So it's very much the same motor configuration as that. The spade, though, is a claimed 12 horsepower. So, you know, that spade at 12 horsepower, that's pretty fucking serious. I mean, not for nothing. That's pretty rad. And I do give it, I, this is, they quote, 11.3 horsepower. So... Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah, 11.3 horsepower versus 12. The Spade feels a little bit more powerful. And the Spade is 15 more cc's. Yeah. Right. Um, and one horsepower is huge in this game. But, in, but the thing is, if I'm going to ride one of these things, which at six foot one and 200 pounds, I'm going to look like a fucking tit no matter what I do. So I better look like a tit on a bike that is radically weird and wild than look like a tit on something that looks like half of a Bonneville. Mini yeah. Ducati. This is like a little mini Ducati. It does look like a mini Ducati, and it, it does. And it is very playful. The way it rides is very playful. The way the brakes work and suspension work, and they're totally adjustable, so awesome job. And it just looks expensive. It like, does look expensive. Unfortunately, the Spade yeah. doesn't look expensive. No, the Spade doesn't look expensive. You're right. The Spade does not look expensive. The Spade looks Beautiful. like a Spade. I mean, um, if I pulled it up in the monitor, if anybody wants to look at the spade, it looks like what it is. It's a standard. I mean, it's a retro standard. Well, that should be mounted to a little kitty ride that you put a cord. On. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair game. Yeah, yep. at Cedar Point, chasing a pole around in a circle. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't. Exactly. I don't get it. I think it's a pretty sharp looking bike. No, I think I, it's a very I, basic oh, looking bike. It is. It, it is fun. It's solid. It has. Kind of but way. Right. if you look Nostalgia. at it though, it just it messed up some things. Like the spaces between the back wheel and the fender. There's mm-hmm. like. There's things that make it look like a mini, but like that, right. yeah. like if you put that at the right angle and took the 135 off and yeah. said, hey. You think it was like, a 600. Yeah. yeah. But is that what you're going for? No. You're already going to look ridiculous on no matter what. So right. who cares what it, you're going to look, like you said, like yeah. a tit on anything. Right. So Exactly. Since yep. when do we care if we look ridiculous? Exactly. Yeah. Also, yeah. have you looked at us? Yeah. In the looks department. 
We all are the Kimco Spade. You're all <laughs> Spacing's a little off. No, but if the driver looks like a doofus and the bike looks Speak like for a yourself. doofus, you're, you're double bad. <laughs> you're double down. If the bike's halfway decent and you're a doofus, at least you got the bike going for you. Yeah, that's true. And this... You still don't have a million dollars. My friend Bob says, get chased by a better class of dog. I'd like to say yeah. that Oscar yeah. looks fantastic. Yeah. Aww. Glad to have him back. Glad to have him back. We are glad to have Oscar back. Yeah, it was. Uh, we were missing our. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Kevin. It's okay. He came here like one half of a time. I'm about ready to come, yeah, about ready to come over this true. table. I'm about ready to come over this table. Yeah, no. Come over this table and sort back, you right back. out. Nobody Friends talks about my Mexican buddy that way. Kick a bottle, John. Just kick a fucking bottle. God damn it. Okay, so. When we're, I mean, and by the way, look at the picture of that goddamn thing. Even in white, it looks good. And oh, the pipes yeah. look a little hokey on the website, I think. In real life, they look really they look nice. They look really good. They do look yeah. really I, nice. I thought it was going to be like the cheapest, no. dumbest looking thing. They no, look they, look, they look real nice They look person. cool. I just wish yeah. they had a little more. Well, again, there's that big black box on the bottom. It's got to go away. More. Yeah. That's yeah. It. yeah. Yeah. So this thing needs a tubing bender and need a catastrophic. Brat. Need some brat. Yeah, we got to get rid of that catastrophic yeah, converter. and like Yeah. It'll it'll be nice, and just keep what's there. Just just like bend the pipe and fix it. Like not brat, but more like a well, a little bike. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to get a whole lot of brat out of that thing, but it does have the it has the revs though. It should be like Do you remember the Groms at Mid Ohio? They sounded oh, yeah. like four wheelers. Oh, they sounded great. Oh yeah, yeah. we can seat, by the way too. All right, it's so on to the next one. Yep, and now this is this bike is I saw I. I've never seen one of these in person until I bought one. Okay, so there, there it sits. Kind of looks small in the picture, though. It does look small it in the picture. It looks way better not, in person. Not, in yeah, person, yeah. it is not a little bike. And if you are looking at that frame and Everybody's you're going, talking shit about the seat. That's the frame of the. the that is the frame of the E6. That is the E6N E6N. Ninja. Yeah. I mean, that's a 650. That's a 650 Ninja frame or a 650 versus frame or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like that is that single freaking shock, and it is, uh, it. Is looks, not a dainty flower. It looks but, good. So here's the thing: it's 408 pounds. Uh, they call dripping wet, which, by the way, is only seven pounds heavier than the Suzuki GSXR 250. That doesn't feel bad. No, it doesn't, and that's a twin. Proportional to it. Well, that's yeah. a twin, and the Suzuki's yeah. a single. So, um, I've got to tell you that at a 302 twin, as that is, liquid cooled. You no, know, the seat is awful. The seat... It, it fits. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is, but there's... Don't you feel that the pegs are a little bit I wrote back? It, I wrote it for about an hour and a half. The pegs are really? back yeah. to me, Oscar. Yeah. I, yeah. They could, I, half the time on my bikes, I'm riding with my feet on Exactly. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, what's interesting about this is this is 300 cc's, and this is uh, four valves per cylinder, obviously. Not correct. This is... 37 and a half horsepowers. Uh, that's pretty freaking solid. Hmm. Uh, there's there's no, no getting away from that. Is a My benchmark for horsepower is the CX500, mm -hmm. which is a twin-cylinder V-twin liquid-cooled. puts out about 45. Yeah. So they so, usually say 100 horsepower per liter is a so real is good place to be. So pretty good. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's a, it's a big thing, and it is a big... I mean, this is a big deal. And, and this is liquid-cooled. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and so comparing it to other things that would be in its class, um, we happen to have in the building today. We have a Suzuki GSXR 250, 
So it's actually a GSX 250R. Where you put the R means everything with Suzuki's, by the way. <laughs> and the base price of that Suzuki is $48.99. And uh, this is what's interesting is the, the Suzuki at $48.99, it does weigh a, like seven pounds less. It's still a single overhead cam parallel twin. Uh, so it's the motor is it's still a parallel twin. They're both twins. So it's a twin versus a twin. When you touch it. Yeah. But then when you sit on when it. When I sit on it. Right. All that little spongy feeling like a steak that <laughs> goes away. <laughs> That's <laughs> it. And, and that is, I think the seat is the real downfall of that. I the think stitching, that. I like the red stitching. I yeah. Mean, it looks quality. I mean, it looks great. And all the parts, the brakes are quality. You know, triple disc brakes. There's so many things on that bike that are fantastic. The finish on the tank. I mean, the, the paint Suzuki looks good. The Suzuki swing arm is cheesy. The Suzuki swing arm is a disaster. A vertical shock These that Benelli doesn't fit right. These stickers on top of the clear coat. You yeah. can pull those off and put something, if you wanted to do, yeah. make them nicer or something. Right, or just make them not be there. But if, right. you, if you had a problem with those being there. But the Suzuki costs um, $600 more. So it's... 600 bucks more to buy the bike, but you don't get the upside-down forks. Um, you're, a lot of the quality of the components is actually lower on the Suzuki when I was looking at them part for part, item for item. The suspension is clearly inferior. Um, this has adjustables front and rear in every possible way. And this bike is nicer. Like, I just went across them part for part. Suspension is... Benelli, it's proprietary. It's not somebody's oh, Poland's this, or anybody. It's yeah, a, it's all. I mean, I'm sure it comes from the Chinese version of Showa, mm -hmm. you know, or whatever, or Pattern, whoever it is. But it has the right preload. It has all the adjustments you'd want to see. It looks good. It looks good, <laughs> I mean, right? They've managed to fool me into thinking it's quality, whatever that means. So it's it's very interesting that for about a six hundred dollar difference. Yeah. You're picking up a, you're picking up a fairly good amount of horsepower. And I like the naked bike. It doesn't mm -hmm. have you know it's the trellis frame. You know it's not it doesn't have all the fairing. You know it's yep. a GSXR or whatever. It's, right. it's like a naked bike. Yeah, and I've got the GSXR sitting right back there. So if you want to go back and forth between the bikes, I gotta say going through them, looking at the castings of the wheels, looking at the forks, looking at the suspension. I it, like its little minimal, minimal exhaust fixture. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I was. How does it sound? It oh, sounds. I so, tried to start it. I no, no, we, we got a battery out of it right I couldn't now. try to start yeah. it. I tried to start yeah, it. Yeah, the battery's out of it. So. I kicked it a couple times. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't doing anything. So it's an interesting bike. And, you know, we didn't do the TNT 600. We didn't do the inline four. Um, it just wasn't something we were interested in. We want to see how this works first. So the 302, again, for a China bike, but looking at the Suzuki, looking at all the other bikes that are players, they're half China, half Thai. So... We didn't find a player that was actually from Japan. Everybody we found was Thailand and China or China. Well, yeah, China. The China-Thailand combination is uh, is pretty powerful right now. So, yeah, there's a yeah. We don't we don't know what the game is. That but. looks like you you make that bike look big. It actually, yeah, right. And that's the thing about that bike. Dimensionally, I was comparing it to the the Honda 500. And so it is very similar to the Honda 500. The power output is also pretty similar to the Honda 500. On par. 
Yeah. So what, the power, what tire size are those? 17s. Okay. Yeah. They're, they're traditional 120 in the front, and I think it's a 150, not a 170 in the back, but yeah, or maybe a 170. Did you say something? What tires were those? Those were at... Uh... So that's what's hilarious. I was going to bring that up, but the fucking thing ships with Pirelli Angels on it. So um, I've got a lot of miles on Pirelli Angels. In fact, that was Merritt's tire of choice on her SV650, and I love Angels. I think they're one of the best tires you can buy. And that thing ships with angels on it. So, fuck, man. <laughs> and the uh, caliper. Pipes, right? Yeah. And the caliper is a fucking Brembo 386, if ever I've seen one. With and Benelli on the side of it. It's printed Benelli on the side. And, you know, with Brembo, uh, Brembo does make shit all over the world. It's not just an Italian company. They, there's... Their pattern company. They there are plenty of American cars that probably have yeah, some Brembo. There's brake. a lot of stuff that has Brembo stuff, and I I recognize that brake caliper from many different motorcycles. So it's a good it's a good bit of kit. So that I like it. I think it's a great looking bike, and I'm pretty impressed yeah. with it for the price point. Now here's what I'm going to tell you guys. Everyone's going to run right out to their dealers, and they're going to go, okay, well I can beat that, right? And here's a dealer, and I think I've been straight with everybody who listens to the podcast. Straighter than most dealers would be. And if you're going to negotiate with your dealer, I'm going to tell you, you're probably going to make an enemy. It's not going to end well for you. There's no fucking margin on these bikes. The, nobody's getting rich on this shit. Um, if you go in and you try to haggle with somebody and you're buying a bike that is not shitting you, 1999, and you try to haggle, <laughs> if that guy shows you the fucking door in the most expeditious way po- possible, I'm going to say good on him. If he tells you to go fuck your fucking chapeau, insert dick into fucking ear hole and go at it. Because it is not, there's no margin on these things. Like Part of buying stuff cheap is there's no fucking profit. That's why they're cheap. That's why they're cheap, man. It's and on the volume, right? Yeah, when, people's, when people go in there like, oh, well, I, I, fucking, I negotiated $20,000 off my fucking Bentley. Yeah, but you started with a Bentley, motherfucker. Yeah. You started with a Rolex. You started with nothing but margin. You want to talk about margins? Talk about jewelry and watches. That shit is nothing but margin. You Phil, are paying the asshole tax. Phil told me I could have this at his cost at $5,600. Yeah, my cost is 14 higher. Um, really? 14 hondo higher. But, the, uh, but looking at this stuff, and I'm, I'm, I'm I mean. What is, the, what, what is the price on this? I don't know. So which one? The 302. 302. 302. So 302 is 42.99. Okay. So the 302 is 42.99. Reasonable. That's yeah. respectable. Yeah, and the the thing with that is, I've looked at a whole bunch of bikes in the in the market to see what's comparable to that 42.99, and when you're kind of popping around of all the bikes, you you're going to look at stuff that's also. Not from America. You're going to look at stuff that's did not the German from... Did German company make a bike in the 300 capacity? They did. The Katum. Oh, uh, the Austrians did that. But here's one that I think is a more... But what's the price on that? Well, okay. look at this one here uh, that's okay. coming up on the screen. Because this is a bike that is actually oh. from the same country. That's yeah. one hell of a bike. Who did that? Eh, we have to take off the scrambler shit because that would be extra. But <laughs> the base price, though... Is forty five ninety nine. So when we're talking about the genuine G four hundred C, right? So the genuine G four hundred C is a bike that that we all know, and we've had it here for a while. It's a four hundred cc bike, and so we're very very familiar with it. It's not something that's surprising to us. When you think about the price of these things, 
the Benelli at 300cc with a parallel twin, fuel injection, and four valves per cylinder. It's, it's pretty fucking tasty. So it's 300 bucks less than the genuine. And the numbers are all better. Like, and, and again, it's a sport bike. It's not a classic retro. So because it's not a classic retro, it is in a different camp. And, and it's going to be different. You know, pricing, obviously, is going to be different. They have but, spared no Benelli's on that bike. There is Benelli everywhere you look. Yeah, Benelli, yeah, they've put Benelli's, Benelli's all over Benelli it. They, they do want you to know who you're buying. But, yeah, when you look at $45.99 for a genuine G400C... That's a single cylinder. That's you know your venerable Honda air cooled. Yep, air cooled, air cooled exactly. Yeah. So, and you're gonna notice that's a rear drum brake. Yeah. You know that's not upside down forks. That's not adjustable suspension. I guarantee you that thing would li- eat that. Fucking well, of course, bike launch, right? absolutely. I mean, so, and and when you ride it, you know instantly I that I still like that bike. The three hundred two S. I like that bike too. I but... again. That. Benelli looks like the Kawasaki Ninja E650N. It looks like 15 other bikes. It looks like a $7,000, $8,000 bike. It looks, yeah, it looks like a lot of different bikes, but it, it doesn't have the throwback. It doesn't have the character of a standard. It doesn't have the character of a G400C. It doesn't have the character of a Moto Guzzi. Apples and oranges. Yeah. Right. It's exactly it. Different look. It's Steve's so, and John's. Yes, it is Steve's and John's. So, it, like, <laughs> when you start looking at stuff like that. I thought we were both apples. <laughs> we're both assholes <laughs> that I, I don't like doing it because it's China and I don't like playing this game right now but I've decided that I'm going to do it because I just can't fucking ignore it um, back to the pricing stuff if you go into your dealer and your dealer is charging you you know I think on their website they specifically say what the shipping is um, I'm almost positive they do and if you take a look at yeah here you go there's, there's a destination charge, but there's no shipping. So that's what they do on their... That's the way that uh, SSR handles things, is they have an actual um, destination charge. Now, your mileage may fucking vary, man. Uh, I've dealt with a lot of dealers for a long time. They put the destination charge right in the description of the bike. So it says on the SR170, it says it's twenty three seventy nine with an eighty dollar destination charge. Okay, well that's that's cool. So you as a dealer, that's supposed to be a nice little chunk of cheese you can collect. No, it's fucking not. So I'm gonna oh. I'll, I'll bring you. I'm gonna walk you right around the block on this shit. So you look at the Rascal. So the Rascal one twenty five is nineteen ninety nine, and they talk about destination charge of one sixty. Here's what I'm gonna tell you: the shipping on that bike is going to be more than $160, the shipping. Well, who's going to pay that? The, dip, the dipshit who ordered it. Oh, Me. Oh, my goodness. All right? Because the truck drivers, despite this, after 19, almost 20 years in business, the truck drivers, they will not get paid in hand-holding, reach-arounds, blowjobs in the alley. The truck drivers still want to get paid in real cash goddamn money. I thought that's so, why you had James. Yeah, I know. That's his <laughs> whole job. If you're listening out there. Handy in the alley. James. Yeah, that's every truck driver that shows up. So different motorcycles. I'm gonna, we deal with a lot of different bikes. And when you get into these SSRs, on the small bikes, you can't order just one of them. And that's a bite in the dick. So if somebody comes into your shop and goes, hey, that little 70cc over there, that little adorable little fucking bike you got, for 819 bucks, I don't want the white one. I want the orange one. Oh, fuck you, pal. 
What do you mean? Well, I have a white one. I ordered a whole goddamn Skittles rainbow of fruit flavors for your dumbass, and you had to ask for the one combination I don't have because psychology says you're going to be a dick no matter who you are or where you are. It's just what humans do. Well, would it be in your interest to buy like six or seven sets of plastic and have them here and be like, we'll get one tomorrow for you? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Because the only other That's alternative smart. is ordering them in not one, not two, but three at a time. So you can't say, hey, can you send me yeah. one? Yeah, you can. You're going to take it in the ass on the shipping. So you're going to pay the same shipping on that one unit as you would on three. Can you pick them up from somewhere? Yeah. Yeah. California stand. Fuck. <laughs> That's the only port entry? Yeah, that's okay. where they come in. So makes sense, right? Yeah, you know they're right. getting it's always California. That's where Texas. they're coming from. Right. All right. So coming from California. Yeah. Yes. Well, <laughs> these so, bikes come from California. <laughs> so here's the game. Don't be shocked if your dealer puts an extra scoop of F and I on top of every fucking bike he sells. It could happen. You might see shit like shipping. You might see shit like assembly. Here's what I will tell you. The smaller the crate a bike comes in, the fuckered you are building it, prepping it, getting it out of the box. Royal Enfields, if you had three hours into a Royal Enfield, you were good. If you could do a Royal Enfield from tip to tail in three hours, you're my my guy. These should be coming in twin packs. Yeah, yeah, right? (laughs) Well, these things, they come in so tiny. It's, you know, it's wheels off, it's handlebars off. The crates these things come in are hilarious. I should have kept one of them. They're tiny. They look like luggage. Car tables or no, 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 way smaller. No, the crates that these that these smaller bikes come in are super tiny. In fact, they come three to five to a skid. Right. So yeah, three wow. to five to a skid. So when they tell you that it says okay, don't get pissed if you go to your dealer and you go, well, I got the Rascal man. It's nineteen ninety nine, and I'm going to get the one sixty destination charges on the website. That's all I'm paying. Nah, dude. Expect to pay a little bit more. Expect to pay some prep. Expect to pay a little bit on top of that. You'll have title and shit there too and tax, whatever. But don't expect to get out of there for $19.99 plus $160. Um, I know that's what it says on the website. I'm going to tell you, don't expect it. Probably not going to get it. The margins on these things are super tight. If the dealer wants to stay in business, you better be in there fast. Don't Break his fucking dick. Don't be in there for like four hours. I'm going to pretend to not be interested in this bike and then buy it. You, you know could, what? You could fit one of these in a Moto Compo. Yeah, you could. And this is the kind of thing that you should buy it fast. Like, if you're going to buy one of these, buy it quick. Don't waste your dealer's time. Just go in and buy the fucking thing because he's not making any money on it. And I don't say that often about most of these bikes, but on this particular, on this particular line of bikes, there's not a lot of fucking meat on this thing. There's a lot of bone, not much meat. So just be careful when you're buying them. Again, if you see some dealer that's lowballing you, be fucking careful. Because <laughs> any dealer is like, oh, look, I'm selling these things at you know, $18.99 or $17.99. Be advised, there's going to be an invoice as long as your fucking arm. Because they're going to charge you for everything. Oh, tire disposal fee, battery disposal fee on the front end. I see dealers do that. Yeah. That's ridiculous. And it shit happens. People are like, well, what do you mean? Well, I'm selling you a battery, and the state says i got to charge you a battery disposal fee. So there's a $20 battery disposal fee or a tire disposal fee on the front end. Fuck that. You know, watch out for that kind of shit. So most of the time, I'm looking at the bikes. I'm telling you, at $19.99, the Rascal's a fucking steal. And at $26.99, the TNT 135's a fucking steal. And if it wasn't, I wouldn't have the shit sitting here. 
I mean, I'm not telling you to do anything I haven't done already to a factor of 13. So, you know, before, before I make you do it, before I ask you to do it, I've done it myself. And they're pretty fun. I think this is going to be the year of being stupid. Uh, Mission accomplished. I think, I think we've got 2020. <laughs> 2020. 2020 ends in a fucking hip cast. Uh, Sorry, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, looking at the events, looking at the shit we have lined up and looking at this silly nonsense, this is it. I mean, we've all been dicking around. We've all dicked around with little tiny dirt bikes. We all dicked around with CTs and stuff like that and CLs and Oh, everything else. This is some next level shit. This is yeah. some next level sure. <laughs> I have a really, really good feeling about this. Um, it's going to be a fun mid-Ohio. I don't think ice racing's happening. Well, no, no. no. I think uh, no. I think the climate has said that that's not that's happening. That's not happening. Not happening. We, we were in fucking Ottawa where they, they have these big locks in Ottawa, and yeah. the, the locks freeze over, and they ice skate on the river. Sure. And it's this giant, like, people ice skate to work. It's miles long. Yeah. Yeah, for real. And then they have huts there, and you can warm up and buy beer and you know liquor and stuff while you're ice skating to work, right? So Merritt pulled over for ice skating to work no, up here. No, no, no. I'm certain you can't. It's fucking Canada law, man. They give you some maple syrup and send you on your merry fucking way. <laughs> the, uh, but I practiced. I I haven't ice skated in years, and I practiced. I went to Winterhurst Arena and got my shit. You know, went out there and I was shuffling along the ice like I knew what I was doing. Got up to fucking ottawa and there's no goddamn ice what the shit man yeah that's that's not right that's not canadian that really sucked the wind out of your trip it did we got up there and i was all ready to i mean i brought we you know we had everything we had blizzax on the car you know warm pants in the trunk not couldn't use any of that shit so yeah stay in the hotel room fuck that we had a lot of carrots though we fed those fucking animals like they've never been fed before at the fucking omega park (laughs) game on do that if you're up there and you're in ottawa immediately head east go to the omega park and feed those fucking caribou they will appreciate (laughs) your carrots yeah go up there with at least 20 pounds of carrots they'll think you're a fucking god show me Uh, a little baby carrot (laughs) (laughs) care for carrot no you it's it's fantastic how many caribou you can get in the window of your car so uh, Steve's nodding out. Daniel, Daniel just brought this up. Really the Segway, man. Bro. Look, the Segway is huh. on fucking Indiegogo. Jeez. So that's how Segway's doing this shit. That's how Elon Musk is dominating the stock market right now. Um, you want to sell something? Put it on goddamn Indiegogo. Mighty so torque. yeah. So there's the Segway dirt bike, the Segway dirt e-bike. And if this doesn't look like fun, you're dead. Uh, this thing looks like a blast. But I, wait, doesn't SSR make some electric? They uprights? do. They got some electric shit. Yeah, they got You're some. You're not going to delve into shit. that range, right? Oh, no, I, I have. We we will get into that. There's more electric shit. Oscar sent me a link mm. today. They had a little electric quad runner. I thought. Was yeah, kind they of they All kinds of cool shit. Your first I mean, time rider. Yeah, <laughs> these Segway dirt bikes are about thirty nine hundred bucks. Oh my god, about thirty nine hundred Freedom units. And the numbers on it are wild. Um, this is a what do you, I mean? This is a trials bike. That's yeah. what this is. Yep. This is a fucking trials bike. There is no getting away from it. It is um, battery slides out, slide new battery in. Never have yeah. to stop riding ever. Milwaukee style. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it looks like it is just suspension. This yeah. is yeah, yeah. This is a trials bike. I just want to look at it. I just want to appreciate the fucking welds of it. Yeah. It, it, it looks like it was made by a fucking artist. Um, 
Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Your battery's dead. Sure. Unplug it and give it a pull. Still yeah. Plug. Give her a tug. Oh, yeah. It's still plugged in, dipshit. Yeah. Oh, no. They're just demonstrating that. No. They, they, they yeah. forgot to unplug it. Unplug the yellow plug, dipshit. All right. But anyway. <laughs> oh, All right. stuck in a loop. But, but 121 pounds. So 121 fucking oh, pounds. Got yeah. The, uh, the zero, though. Yeah. Well, of course. But that's silly because the zero is, you know, 88 miles an hour. 272 right. pounds. It's yeah, a totally a different bike, animal. Yeah. This thing's a mountain bike. It's a heavy mountain much. bike. Yeah. yeah. Is it's a heavy mountain bike. Street legal machine or is it an off-road machine? Oh, you know that's not street legal. Well, I'm just saying because the zero, it's not. The zero is street legal. Right. Oh, that's, and, and that's where it right. stops being a yeah. comparison. Exactly. The right. zero is street legal. You can ride it on the street. It's eight grand. But what's the rules about this in the bike lane? Le- e-bikes are allowed in the bike lane. Yeah, but e-bikes, mm. nobody knows what the fuck's going on with e-bikes right now. Ask your count, ask your congressman, ask your senator, ask your councilman. They, they don't have a fucking clue. I'm telling you what, that thing right there, cool. you could take it to any state park. Yeah. And they have a couple trail loops mm-hmm. that, yeah, yeah, you might buzz past somebody taking a little walk with their kids. Yeah. But they're not going to freak them out. 46 miles an hour, As long as you tone it down when you go range. past whatever the one or yeah. two people yeah. you're going to see out there in the woods. Yeah. You'd be able to blast. Pretend to pedal. Like, hey. Pretend to pedal. That's always, yeah, that's my game. And anytime I'm riding an e-bike and I'm riding somewhere I shouldn't be riding, yeah. and I know I'm like going way too fast and I pass law enforcement. You pump your knees? I always pump my knees. Yeah, you can get away with some murder. You get away with murder, thing. yeah. And that's 75 miles on a charge, 46 mile an hour top speed, hmm. right? Fucking cool. And yeah, give or take half the price of a zero. It does half the shit of a zero. You know, it gives you about half the yeah. speed. It gives you about the range. But... The whole idea of it is super crazy lightweight. This thing's a freaking jump bike. It's it's built to do shit I can't do. It's built to do all kinds of cool shit I can't do. And there's a lot of the e-bikes that are coming out right now that have similar numbers. I couldn't be happier. I mean, like, the idea of a bike that I could throw in the back of my truck or throw in the back of my van, silent. Well, like... They, you know, some of the wattage on the motor yeah. is like, oh, 500 watts? No, yeah. that's nothing. That's I, nothing. Want a, I want a 2,600-watt motor. But. That's true. It's absolutely true. And when you get into that stuff, um, they're saying on this thing, they claim 184 foot-pounds of torque. It is not. You will not get that number. I mean, I deal with electric motors quite a bit. You're not going to get 184 foot-pounds of torque. The goddamn Zero SRF is 144 foot-pounds of torque. Um, it goes from zero to 60 and like three seconds. Um, you're not going to get 184. I don't know where they calculated that number, but... Well, there's a star. So if you look, it's probably the e-bike foot-pounds of torque, which oh, is like, God. it's like proof. It's yeah. like there's yeah, 80%. Yeah, it's proof, exactly. So there's, right. you know. It's some bizarre, uncalculable thing. But yeah. the... Uh, I'm, I'm looking at it, I'm like, look, you got a quick disconnect battery. The battery is um, multi-cell, um, the double A's. You know, so the battery is just stacks (laughs) and stacks and stacks of double A's. It's not a pouch battery, so it's not going to give you, you know, they make a big deal about using the word. They throw the word Panasonic around like it's free and uh, and that's fine. But it's not going to give you the same efficiency as like you're going to get out of a zero. It's not going to give you the range that you're going to get out of a zero. Um, I like when they quote the numbers out for the zero. They only give you the the numbers from the zero that is the one battery version of a zero, not the two battery version. Does zero make a off-road only bike? No, they don't. Um, They make the MMX, which is the military version of the FX, which is off-road only. But uh, yeah, but that's 
That's it. So they don't the, really uh, like to mention the fact that you don't really have an on-road title and you can't right. ride yeah, it yeah. on the road. Yes, so out. I woke cool. up at 3 o'clock in the morning, so yeah. I got to go. Know that feeling. Have fun, guys. You did Thank a good you. job. Ciao. Yes. Thank you for introducing us to all the cool bikes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well... Now we got to play with them, right? So that's that's the next step is going out and having fun. I like the way you're petting them on the way out. <laughs> Stay See you good. soon. Be yeah. good. Be good. Don't wreck. Don't wreck and don't die before I get a chance to come back and play with you. Yeah, no kidding. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, so I I tried pretty good today. This good beer. What? What's the that? beer from Buffalo? The beer was from yeah. Tim Gamble. Tim Let's Gamble. Give him another shout out. That, Thanks, that Tim. Thanks, Tim. All right. I'm having I'm, a rusty chain on you, bro. I got a rusty chain too. It's and good. I, and I got to say, the rusty chain like is goddamn beer. delicious. Easy yeah. drinking. Mm-hmm. What is a Vienna style beer? Mm. Delicious. Um, well, I would say <laughs> I that know, it's, it's well, they say it's 5.2%, which is considerably lower than the um, Kolsch that I drank earlier. It seems but, like it's a darker colored beer, but mm-hmm. not really. It's yeah. not a porter. It's not a. It's you know, a, if only we had a beer expert sitting at the table it's like with a us brown right now. Ale is what Dan, it almost, almost what it seems to me. <laughs> Vienna Lager is more like uh, an Oktoberfest. Yeah. Mm. Okay. It is very tasty. Yeah. It's, I'm it's, calling it like delicious. a brown ale. I think that's why it gets the rusty chain. Mm, okay. It's a rusty that, color. I maybe. get the color idea. Um, interesting <laughs> like thing when you get a glass of water after they've cleaned out the fire hydrants. <laughs> okay, yeah, I, I can see that. But again, thanks to you, man. Yeah, yeah. right on, man. Uh, Tim Gamble for setting, he came into the shop and uh, he was sad to find out that I was out of town oh, he when visited, he showed he up. Yeah, so he visited, oh, so he showed up. But yeah, and yeah. if anybody does show up on a Friday night, if you give us a shout ahead of time, we do the podcast. Pretty much, we start at about eight o'clock or so, and uh, we gather around seven and and kind of get our shit together and put up this elaborate. Uh, assembly of stuff steve's been on the dl because of his hip but he's been spending a lot of time on the internet so Fucking he got slacker. a soundboard and he got a laptop <laughs> no, this is so, officially cleveland motor stuff now right now this is it yeah this we have gear if i left tomorrow this stays here well and but the idea is by having more stuff i think ultimately we're going to end up with a rig that's more together mm-hmm. how are our patreons doing we're doing really good so i i would happy to always tell people we've been getting paid We've been getting fucking Patreons on the reg, and I couldn't be happier about it. Uh, we have been Chad Rosenboom. This is a guy. Chad, Chad Rosenboom. Rosenboom. Chad Rosenboom decided that he wanted to be a party member. All right. A hotline member. Let's do it. Right. So, I mean, when people do this, what what they're in touch with or, or what they're maybe not aware of well, is they're going to get, get a phone number. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to, I got a prize, man. I got a fucking winner. I got, a, I got, I got some shit. You're not going to believe. Did he send you a dick pic already? Oh no. I'm going to read this to you Oh boy! because I did tell all, I gave every single person who's a party member, a hotline member. I gave all of them the phone number to the bat phone. Okay. Oh yeah. They all got the number. So I got the number to the bat phone. So and Phil left. And he's going to get something. Oh no, it's close, man. It's okay. right, right <laughs> and uh, it's right up. And when I when I tell you guys how how out of control this fucking text message is, <laughs> uh, Phil has left the building. Oh, oh he's coming back. Here he's coming back. Oh, pimp this because. Oh, we got it. Podcast listeners, we've got a T-shirt logo. Mr. Huth, who was here, he visited us a few weeks ago in the podcast. Oh. 
Right. How cool is that shirt? Yeah. And it's not even black. Uh, so that oh, is... Nice. Uh, yeah, right? That so, is a nice looking shirt. That is yeah. a good looking shirt. I mean, that's uh, a shirt cycles, anybody service, would be proud to wear. Parts, podcast. And again, it's not black. Yeah. yeah. So it is hard to do, it's very hard to do a not black I like the motorcycle kind shirt. of font. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I was very impressed with that. And that's one of those things that when you've got somebody who's talented, this is our buddy Greg Huth, right? Greg Huth. He was here at the podcast. He, he, come, he came in and he submitted. It says Bitwell. Yeah, it was, oh, it's definitely Bitwell. Yeah. <laughs> and so he did the art on this, this shirt for us. And I'm telling, I couldn't be happier. So I love having kick-ass shirts. And Greg did that. And um, it's, it's totally rad. So um, for people who shout want that, shout out to Greg Huth. Um, we've got him on the, uh, if you go to our Cleveland Moto website and you go to the store section, these are 25 bucks a piece. And uh, yeah, these are and these things are totally. These are done in Cleveland. They're made in Cleveland on Fruit of the Looms. So yeah, nice. you're not getting some Chinese made shit there. That's a nice looking graphic. Back yeah. on the bat phone. What's that? Have we ever called anybody back on the bat phone? Um, I thought that I was having. I thought I had tapped into somebody who was having a major psychological breakdown the oh, other day. I'd love to talk to them about. That. Oh boy, um, it it was. It was so wild um, <laughs> that I actually thought that there would have to be an intervention. Uh, <laughs> and it, it, it got ugly. It, it got weird. And I'm going to go ahead and read this to you because it's just out of control. And uh, I'm, I, I've got to give me a second. Oh, here it goes. All right. So here it goes. And just in the interest of just being cool, we're just going to say this is from Rand. Wow, that's a lot of one-sided texting. Okay, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to scroll that. Okay, ready? So now this message starts wow. at 100 hours. Oh, boy. Literally 0009. So there was some that's drunk so texting, nice. I guess? Nine minutes after midnight. Oh, fuck. Now, here's the thing. That's in Portland. This hit my phone at like 0300. Right. Right? Okay. <laughs> here we go. Rand here. I live in south of Portland. I fucking hate Portland. Thanks to you, I've been enjoying Stro 160 tonight. Ding! <laughs> when the bottle is empty, I'll hit the Listerine scope or maybe Ballastol. That said, I'll be at the One Moto Show. Heads up. So we'll be at the One Moto Show in Portland. I'll try to find you. I'm about 47, 6 foot 4, 265 pounds, and I have a shaved head. So keep a lookout for me, or don't be afraid if I approach you. <laughs> by the way, that's a fucking good tip. By the yeah, way, right, right. It is. If you, if thanks you're, for the heads up. If you're six foot four and two sixty five, yeah, okay, good, good looking out. I appreciate that. Through my stro goggles, when I wrote it, it was meant to sound amiable. After rereading it, it sounded intimidating through the same goggles. But I just meant that I wanted to say hi and maybe hang out for a bit and let me buy you a drink. It's always nice when you. Go back and look yeah, at right. your text yeah, and realize yeah. that your text could it's be interpreted. nice when your boyfriend lubes you up a little bit. <laughs> your text could be interpreted in a little bit of a strange manner. So, uh, so that was that message was sent, and I love going through the Zapruder film of this because, like, first message sent at eighteen minutes after midnight his time. Yeah, right. Okay. Second so message. This is Rand. We're not. We're not giving his real name. Okay. No. I like this warrior right. already. Second message sent two minutes later. Check. Now, apparently, stumbles into a time vacuum of two hours and 40 minutes. 
Just, just so fast how much forwards. bottle is gone now? I'm pretty sure he. Well, we're about to find out. Okay. Super side drunk topic that you don't need to share with anyone. Sorry. When you're super drunk and you have Disney Plus, <laughs> what do you watch? There's so much good stuff. Baby Yoda, Mandalorian, Mary. dickhead. Mandalorian, <laughs> All right. Okay, Baby that was Yoda. It. That was it. Although was it's it. not Baby Yoda. That was it. O two forty or O five forty our time. Okay. <laughs> time suck again. Hour and a half later. O four twenty our time. I'm sorry. O four twenty his time. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. O seven twenty our time. He's oh, shit. Until the break of dawn. Here you come. Oh shit! Just woke up from the last thing I said. In my heart, I think I need to Indian wrestle John Meckle fresh over something. We can do that. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Only because he's my hero, and I really just want to meet him. <laughs> wow, is that going to be a disappointment? <laughs> Three minutes later, you must have come. I hope clear. olive oil's involved too. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey. That was a text. Hey. Oh, hey. Another text. Sorry. <laughs> you shouldn't have given me your number. I get lonely when I'm drinking. <laughs> Are you guys snowed in? I'm in a precarious riding situation oh, in the southwest of Portland. To be very clear, not in the People's Republic of Portland. <laughs> Only because I have a semi- semi-professional career where I may need to appear at a meeting with clients. So he is in a semi-precarious position, clearly. Yeah. Wish no- which nobody gives me a... F- I wish nobody gives a fuck about me and I'd ride every day. Gonna stop now. I feel like we're chatting. I'm pretty sure nobody gives a fuck about you. Nobody gives a fuck about anybody. I feel like we're chatting and that makes me happy. Ride fast and take chances. Don't feel like anybody. (laughs) I don't feel like anybody understands me, but you guys. No, we are the voice of millions of yeah, people yeah. and thousands of listeners. Yeah. For the record, we do, you do, people do fucking understand you because that's the reason this group of idiots is together yeah. because we, we kind of decided that it's it was better. This you is know, how we are. It was better to we get are. together on a Friday night and do this than we to be like, to I'm going to go really put my do. dick in some strange shit. We used <laughs> to only really do the podcast during the winter months. Right, exactly. It's only yeah. in recent years that we've become so old and lame that we actually do them all year long It's now. true. That's yeah. exactly right. <laughs> oh, he says, oh, fuck that. You know, all my young coworkers are weak. Kids these days are flaccid. <laughs> I try to organize yes! rides and get met with blank stares from video game addled and real world afraid faces. <laughs> Slow clap for yeah, you, fuck yes. Amen. Oh, fuck that. You know, all my young coworkers are weak. Kids these days are flaccid. Take their I women. try to organize rides and get met with blank stares from video game addled and real world afraid faces. Jeez. Yes. Still mm-hmm. their women. Spot on. <laughs> oh, God. Now, I want to remind you that the next thing he wrote was at 0500. <laughs> so 8 a.m., our time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. 0500. So you're having a coffee and eggs at this point. Ah, who knows where the fuck I am. <laughs> All right. But here we go. I was going to espouse on the pussification of our youth, but I feel sobriety creeping in. So good night, my brothers, and I hope to see you soon. You took the words right out of my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, just poured another finger of stroh. Before I fall asleep on my living room floor, I just wanted to thank you for listening to my bullshit. You don't need to respond, acknowledge, or whatever. 
Out well, fucking standing, man. Out fucking standing, good out. But then, yeah. because he's a fucking tiger, because he's a fucking animal, <laughs> at 0526... I was going to say 20 minutes later. Yeah. At 0526, <laughs> this fucking human... This true fucking goddamn giant among men. Well, we can't tell what he morphed into after a bottle of Stroh. I think okay. we know. <laughs> We've seen it here. And on behalf of that. Uh-oh. Oh, here it comes. Taking it down. Uh, pass it around. Oh, yeah. Okay. God, that stuff is good. I mean, it does taste good. It's so weird. It tastes good. Breathe, At first, first, until you have to yeah. swallow it. No, I've... I've you know what's funny? I don't know why I like that. Like <laughs> I like that a lot. I like it when it first hits. It's, it's yeah. finishes. It's yeah. Oh, the finish is like fucking flamethrower napalm. It's, it's the twitch at the end. It is the twitch at the end. I do like that. Yeah. Oh, I love that flavor. No, it's not the flavor. It's the heat. It's the warmth. I feel love in my heart for the first time in many years. But okay, so this fucking this human goddamn tiger, at five twenty six in his time. He then gives me a goddamn oh, suggestion. Oh, he oh. gives me a hey, while you're in Portland, you should do this. And he doesn't just like yell at his phone and go, Tell him to go to the computer. No, he gives me a goddamn link to a place that, if you're in Portland, you should go to, by the way, called the Alibi Tiki Lounge. Ooh. And the Alibi Room is badass. Um, it, nice. they, stopped, they stopped designing this place in about 73. And stop cleaning the day the day later. <laughs> um, it's it's badass. They do um, stripper karaoke. Nice. <laughs> Portland's full of strippers, and uh, they've got to do karaoke somewhere. Might as well be the alibi. So he says, uh, "God damn it, I'm down yet. I know you like tiki lounges, and that's what I found. Thanks, Phil. John Mecklefresh, you better be here. John, I'll be pissed if you're not here. Oh, if the oh, fucking man. Honda Whisperer isn't here, I'll feel incomplete. <laughs> now I'm gonna tell you, it's 0544 there. He's starting to get mean." Yeah. Yep. Yep. This guy needs bacon. <laughs> and I really want to buy a lot of drinks. Seriously, I want to talk to Phil, John, Cinch, the cranky old sewer treatment guy that rides the scooter in all the conditions. <laughs> and anyone else from I Cleveland. Need a Steve. <laughs> Give me a Steve. <laughs> I'll regret this when I'm sober, but you guys can stay at my house. My wife will be super pissed, but she doesn't pay for anything, so it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> Oh, Tell fuck. us how you really feel. Oh, fucking <laughs> Cleveland Moto from my house. I'm about an hour from the action, meaning an hour from the show, the one show. Mm-hmm. Right? I know I'm drunk, stupid, but seriously, call me. I would love to help you any way I can. Check. I live in Yamhill County, and it has a lot of nice roads. I'd love to take you and the crew on the ride of the uh, tour of the area, unless you want to ride my sweet, sweet wife's 2016 Rebel with less than 100 miles on it. We need to figure out a rental situation. Now, at this point, it's 0630 in the goddamn morning. He's on right. it. He's on it. Let me know if you'd like to rent some bikes, and I'll do what I can to help out. February is, frankly, a really wet month, so you'll need to bring some wet riding gear. Still going. <laughs> you guys have seen me do some endurance drinking. My birthday is February 2nd, I'm just saying. John. Ooh. Okay. All right. 
Phil, I don't have any motorcycle buddies to talk to. My wife is unsupportive, but unenthusiastic. I work 50-hour weeks when I have to drive my truck to work 20 miles each way. I listen to your podcast. It's the highlight of my commute, and I look forward to it continually. That sounds familiar. basically (laughs) asking for an intervention. (laughs) He needs this. Wow. Six hours later. We've all been there, though. I've been there. Six hours later, at the crack of brunch, he writes, Sorry. Tied a good one on last night and accidentally focused on you. <laughs> and I wrote back, oh, man, this is totally going to end up on the podcast. <laughs> and he said, he said, somebody needs to take my phone away when I've been drinking. <laughs> no, they don't. No, no. My friend ran in Portland. To that. Cheers. We fucking salute you. God damn it. I mean, that dude's a fucking monster, right? Champion. I mean, he's a fucking champion. What a fucking hero. Like, that, that's, that's, that's the guy. So, all right. So, you, February's your birthday, huh? Well, well, well. I, I feel a little Portland flu coming on. We'll have to talk about okay. this. Okay. All right. Yeah. I got, I got a bunch of miles. John's yeah. just scared of the Indian, Indian wrestling. I already party. rented. I already rented. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> John, I already rented a car and a hotel room. Oh, really? Yeah. Holy shit. I know. That's what I'm saying. I've crashed your work party before. Okay. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I, I bombed into your Vegas trip. I've just got a fresh vacation. Yeah. First of the year. Yeah. yeah. I can get time off. All right. Well, you know, I, but I was going to say it's better to be sick. <laughs> it's better to be sick. All right, man. Anybody else got anything else? Nope. Oh, now mission's, mission's going to be to get John McElfresh to Portland, for fuck's sake. I think yeah. so. I think you're right. Yeah. This All right. poor guy doesn't know what he's in for. I don't care. <laughs> that is one of the best goddamn messages ever. Yeah, and if people want to know, like $10 a month on the hotline, and you can send me 100 text messages, just like that guy did. It's all fair game. It's all fair game. Okay. And again, I will read it. I, I'm not going to hold back. A lot of people <laughs> have asked for like information about bikes and stuff like that, which I've done. I've answered it. The right? only thing I'm afraid of is yeah. that there's a big bottle of fucking straw when we get there. Oh, it will be there. Oh, oh fuck yeah. I figured I found a place online where I can order this stuff and have it delivered within about three days to any location in North America. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's accessible. So, you know, I'll be on the phone. <laughs> Johnny Mac will be texting our own hotline. The hotline has been... Give me that bat number, Phil. The bat number's been great. The, the hotline number has been a fucking hoot. I love it. I, I've had nothing but fun with it. And that one has just been my my absolute favorite Gold. so far. Rand, yeah. Rand has just nailed it. And he's got the spirit of the whole thing. Yep. We've seen, I've seen plenty of dick pics. Um, <laughs> no actual dicks. I mean, actual like pictures of things that are called dicks. You right. know, Titty um, pics? What? Okay. Uh, many, many years ago, our guys in Denver did the uh, Mile High Mayhem Scooter Rally, which this year is being hosted by the Jedi Knights. That's mm-hmm. our club. So, uh, yeah. But the, the Mile High Mayhem was the eighth rally. The, it was their eighth one. It was called Eight is Enough. So it was an eight is enough theme. And in the rally bags, there was a really big vinyl, um, what do they call those, the, the stickers? Um, vinyl decal I think of Dick Van Patten. <laughs> yeah. Not Dick Van Dyke. No, Dick Van Patten. Dick Van Patten. The dad from eight yeah. is enough. Right. And so everybody got an eight-inch dick uh, <laughs> in their rally bag. So it's pretty, pretty rad. It was freaking, guys are on top of things over there in Denver. Never underestimate the power of Denver. They know what's yeah. going on. Um, so there's that. Dude, I got nothing else. Ride fast and take chances, motherfuckers. Press the button, 
Best of luck. Bye. 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 B